You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we are continuing our review of The Last Jedi, spoiler-filled, so you've been warned. You, no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Podcast. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jeremy Vincent. Howdy. And Mr. Jared Callen. Hi, how's it going? And we are talking The Last Jedi. Uh, we gave our uh, initial reactions right after the screening. Um, you can go back and listen to that. Now we're going into spoilers here, guys. So you've been warned up front. Uh, but since that recording, guys, uh, we've seen what some of the fans... <laughs> the world has exploded. <laughs> I had to say about this, yeah. I think the world is riddled with spoilers right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, well, uh, Rotten Tomatoes blew up. The critic reaction, I think, is 92. Audience score is at uh, 54%. Which is really weird to see, like, audience and critics, so... It's a split. Has it been released overseas yet? Uh, some. Not in China. Just waiting to see. Like, maybe that'll skew a little bit more, uh, you know, getting those reviews in. Maybe we might be, might be able to hit 64 yeah, it is. Uh, it's it definitely is, it strange. Is, it has created quite the. Uh, it has created quite the uh, controversy. I think it broke the internet. No, I, since <laughs> since our, our first screening, I, I've seen the movie three more times. Wait, you've seen it four times total? I think so. Man, I've so only I seen saw it, it twice. with y'all. Saw it with him. Oh, so, okay, I've seen it three times. Okay, all right. I saw it with you. I saw it with y'all too, and then saw it with my wife. So that's three times, yeah. Yeah. What are, you, what are you up to? I'm up to four. I have not seen it in 3D yet, though. Have you guys seen the 3D? No. No. Man, nobody's seen the 3D. I kind of, I'm kind of dying to see the 3D because I want to see the Falcon. Uh, well, you, have, you have to complete the set now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and uh, I haven't seen it in uh, an actual film print yet. I don't know if there is one. <laughs> I haven't heard of one. Mm-mm. Yeah, like Force Awakens came out. You heard about the 70 millimeter print everywhere. Yeah. This one, you don't hear it. Thing. It's like, go see the digital IMAX and be happy. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what we had in town. But the Atmos sounded great. It love, did. Love, love the Atmos sound. Yeah. Everybody seemed like they were really on board with the movie, really liked the film. 
I, I we we like the film. Yeah. You know, we we had some reservations, so a couple of things that we didn't like. You know, no film is perfect. But just, I mean, like the hate. Let's put this in perspective here, guys. This has a lower audience reaction, like an audience rating, than the prequels. I, was, <laughs> I mean, there's just no way this is bad. Is I'm gonna preference what I'm saying, two. what I'm about to say. With everybody has the right to hate a movie if they don't, you know, if you don't like a movie, you just don't like a movie. Yeah, yeah. no, no, that's, totally. that's you know, that's your personal preference. I wanted to be fair before we came on tonight, so I watched as many I hate this movie reviews on YouTube as I could find. Oh dear God, why? <laughs> because <laughs> I wanted himself. I wanted to hear, like I wanted to hear what people were complaining about. Oh, and they all said that the idea that we didn't get what we expected is not true. This movie just sucks. But they each one of them went into what they expected. It wasn't in the movie, so thus it sucks. Or they're pissed that spoiler Luke dies, and they're having it's just this hard time to deal with the idea of a Star Wars movie without Luke Skywalker. There's another lady that kind of breaks it down on YouTube, and I thought she did a really good job of explaining. We're this is the middle chapter of a story, like a three act play, and we just stopped watching the second act. So we yep. don't we don't know where the story goes. This is not Luke's story. This is Ray's story. Luke's already accomplished a lot in his journey, as people were calling it. He's a legend. I mean, he you know he came from being a farm boy. He. Rekin, you know, became a Jedi after there were no Jedi left. He conquered the most deadly dude in the galaxy, the Emperor, and brought back Vader from the dark side, which had never been done before. He has accomplished a lot in the Star Wars universe. It's time for him in this story to pass on to Rey and let her shine. I can't disagree with that. And I thought, you know, the way they did it in the movie really kind of nails that over and over and over that even Luke's not perfect. Like, he doesn't, what he does in the movie isn't super heroic through most of it. But then once he realizes his own mistake at looking at things, you know, at the end of the movie, I'm trying, I don't know why I'm trying not to spoil stuff. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, we can totally go into spoilers. Okay, you know, so like for most of the movie, Luke... Luke is even battling with the own his own idea of I don't live up to the legend that right. I am which kind of plays into like the audience wanting him to be that I right. want Luke to be that the legend and, he, that we have and he's him. even saying like I don't live up to that and right. then at the end after you know Yoda kind of opens his eyes he sees like okay it's not it's okay to be a flawed legend I can inspire hope because it's more important of what I leave behind than right. what I personally do. I think the biggest thing with this is is like um, the problem that everyone's having is that all these people have grown up with Star Wars. It is, it is, it's a part of our world. It's a part of like our consciousness. <laughs> there's Star Wars everywhere. And I think the biggest thing is there's so much expectation and that I, the reason I think that you need to see this movie twice is because you have to watch it the first time and then deal with it yeah. to understand it and then go back and watch it again after you've kind of let it go. And you see it as a film and you see what they're doing with it. You see how, you see, you see how it is crafted and what's happening. There is a story here. There is something yeah. happening. Yeah, there's um, definitely a story. And the other thing that she brought up, and I've even noticed, is that a lot of people are wanting more 
of the background lore involved in the story. Right. And that's prequelitis, man. That's all that that's is. What I, that's what she called it, and I agree. Because yeah. if you watch the original trilogy, it may tell you, oh, Vader killed your father. And then in the next movie, when you find out that that was not exactly what happened. No, man, that's what right. we all loved about <clears throat> Star Wars. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> uh, favorite character, but second favorite character, Boba Fett. What the fuck do you know about Boba Fett? You know he's a bounty hunter and he took Han. And he's right. got a really badass ship. He does have a badass <laughs> ship, dude. And he's got a bunch of badass shit all over his uniform yeah. and his if, armor. If you just watch uh, the first three Star Wars, how does Vader get seduced to the dark side? Who the fuck knows, bro? Exactly. None of that lore is included in those first three movies. Right. That's that all stuff that you get to... <laughs> You get to, you know, if you're that interested in it, go find the fan fiction and fill yourself up with it. Yeah, exactly. That's not what the movies were. No. Yeah. The Um, movies were never that. I think there's a lot of people going into the movie expecting to get a lot more of the lore. And when it wasn't as much there as they wanted it. Right. And, you know, like I, I preferenced this at the beginning, you can hate it if you want, but I want to be fair to the movie at the same time. Like... They're trying to make a traditional Star Wars movie. The traditional Star Wars movie is not full of lore. No, it's not. It drops. Yeah. It drops like major plot points that happen, but it doesn't go into heavy detail about. Oh no, no, man! The whole reason we got the freaking prequels because Obi Wan's just like, oh yeah, you know, your dad was an awesome pilot. You know, in the Clone Wars, whatever. Uh, blah 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 blah. It's like, what What the hell are those? I mean, even go to Leia's my sister. Yeah, we had to hide you from your dad. <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. There's no, sto- there's no backstory to that whatsoever. Right. Do you think people were actually mad that Luke, Luke died? I, I read, I watched, I read, I watched several reviews today where, you know, people would, one guy even said, like, he liked the movie until the last 10 minutes. And in the last 10 minutes, the movie completely lost him because how can Luke Skywalker not be involved? And he's, he, he even said, I'm pissed because now I know I have to go into a third movie with none of the people from the original trilogy. See, I think, man, maybe instead, instead of like their complaint is that he died, is that he didn't didn't have a badass moment in the movie. And I do, I do understand that complaint a little bit because first viewing... I did walk out feeling like, you know, if Luke had just stopped those blaster bolts from those freaking oh, yeah. ATM6s or whatever the hell they are, those badass big walkers, and just blown them all up and then fought Kylo Ren, maybe everybody would have been satisfied. Yeah. You know, like maybe if we just. But that's kind of like phoning it in, though, isn't it? <sighs> yeah. It's I just kind of like. It, it, it is, but I don't know, man. Serving. Well, I mean. Dude, this is Star Wars. I mean, these last two movies have plenty of fan service. We can't. Oh, they do. They we do. can't knock it. I mean, well, I mean, you can't knock it. I will say though, the fan service in this movie is better. Like when you see the hologram from um, A New Hope when Leia comes up and R two D two plays moment. that. You know, it's 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 nice. It, it didn't feel hokey. It felt like oh shit. And it's know? actually yeah. even used in plot of in part of Luke's character arc. And he was of, says, "Oh, you didn't have to do that." Like, like, like fuck. Really? There's no way I'm going to train her. And then Blue little R two's like. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Like, was yeah. that his line? Blow the belt or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he was like, uh, yeah. Or cheap trick uh, or yeah, cheap yeah, move. Yeah. He even tells him, watch your mouth. <laughs> it's a sacred, sacred island. island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Uh, what did you guys think of the uh, the humor in the film? I've heard a lot of complaints about that. Okay. that the op- It opens with a joke. 
basically. Oh, with Poe Dameron and uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the first on the first viewing, I was like, "Oh God, here we go." It, it kind of like set the tone, like eh. But on my second viewing, I was like, "Oh, I, I like it." I mean, it, like it, it felt a lot better, you know, because he, he's using it as a diversion. It kind of sets up the character a little bit. Like with Hux, though, I think it works. Oh, totally. Because if you watch him throughout the movie, like he is completely incompetent. <laughs> like he he doesn't yes, know he how is. anything works. Right. He's constantly. Yeah, I mean, like his his admirals are. He's like, why can't we do this? And they're like, because of this. And they're right. like, his admirals are constantly like <laughs> having to tell him how his own crap works. He's like, why do I have all these big guns and I can't do this? Well, because you dumbass. What is the line where he's like, "Deploy the fighters" or something like that? And that admiral goes, "Should have been done ten minutes." Yeah, you should have done that ten minutes ago, <laughs> idiot. Like he is, he is an idiot. So like, with Poe playing upon, like they know this guy's a little self pompous idiot. Right. So, what does Snoke call him? A uh, rabid cur? Yeah. It's just like, oh man, yeah. Even Snoke is like, yeah, you got to keep that weakness nearby. <laughs> it's it's good if you use it right. It's like, what, man? You, God, everybody hates Hux in this movie. And you, I mean, it, it even it even plays into the story once he when he sees Kylo Ren after Snoke is killed. Yeah. And Kylo's laying there on the floor. Um, he's about to shoot him. Yeah, he's about to shoot him because he's like, ooh, I want to be in charge. But he quickly is like, okay, you're in charge. <laughs> just don't. Just kill don't me. fucking kill me, please. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was just really kind of surprised by the comedy complaint, um, especially after Rogue One, because I felt Rogue One was pretty, you know, with the droid and that. I was just always I forget what the droid's number was. K two S O. Come on, bro. I'm sorry, bro. You know? I know you don't like that movie, but I love that movie. I think it's great. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, actually, you know, I, I think favorite. I think that the that the in that film the comedy kind of saved it a little bit. I love I love all the little quips that he. Yeah, he see, I thought that was a lot. I don't know. I thought the humor was. A lot more plentiful in that film. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think this stood out as it for Star Wars. To me, to it me. didn't stand out. No, overly humorous no. at all. Yeah. Like honestly, if you think about the the meat of the story, I guess the you know the characters and what's their what they're dealing with and what's actually happening, it's a pretty dark movie. Yeah. You got Luke dealing with some pretty heavy emotional stuff that he's having some hard time get away get over, like facing his sister to apologize for losing her son, um, and bringing about the end of the world, basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Way to go. Luke. His, you know, his moment of should I kill him or should I not? Right. Um, you know, he's dealing with some heavy stuff. Ray is dealing with some heavy stuff. Kylo is getting darker and darker and darker. The rebellion or the resistance is destroyed, and now it's a slight rebellion. This is a pretty dark film. So if you if you if you don't have those moments to go, okay, laugh. This is this is still fun, right? This might be in a depressing movie. It wouldn't be Star Wars, exactly. You know, I mean, Star. <laughs> I, mean, I think people forget that this is like family fucking entertainment, right? You know, this is not. Like super weighty, heavy, you know. It, right. It's supposed to be fun, you know. Like I, I want those silly moments with BB-8 in the spaceship trying to plug, you know, <laughs> plug all those. Oh, just like like, and, like the water gag, you know, where it's you know water comes out of every hole. And he's you know he's, he's plugging. <laughs> exactly. he, he's it's it's the standard like you know gag, and it's it's great. It's a fun little moment in the middle of a tense situation. Yeah. And his head blows back, you know, and he and, and it just like you think that that droid would, you know, because when, when they when they take off. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When he, yeah, he's it, using it, that uh, thrust, or whatever, yeah, the, that is. The, whatever the badass thruster that that that, that particular X-wing has, 
<laughs> I thought that. Yeah, I didn't know what he was doing at first when he was charging. Um, he was charging his thruster. Well, I know, but you. Didn't, I didn't know what he was doing at the time. I was like, right. he's, he's got some super weapon now. Is he? What's the plan here? But it, I, I, it's at cool first, for watching. some reason, I went Independence Day and like he's uploading a virus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would have pissed a lot of people. Off. <laughs> <laughs> he turns around and gives a cigar to uh, to BB-8. <laughs> BB-8's like, don't hear no fat lady. <laughs> The internet would have completely shut down. <laughs> would have exploded. Oh my gosh! I mean, Doing yeah. Independence Day callbacks. No. <laughs> I mean, there are still moments in the movie that you know, even looking at it now, if you, if you just rewrite a couple of things, I think fixes some stuff. But right, of course, that's also hindsight, and you're not in the. I mean, we all know what it's like to be in the middle of producing or produ- you know making something and. You just don't see stuff until somebody that has absolutely nothing to do with it goes, well, why didn't you just do this? Right. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling that way about Space Leia, man. You know? Super Leia, yeah. Yeah, like first time I saw it, I was like, oh my God, that is fucking horrendous. Who the fuck thought of that? That is just dog shit. Oh my God. Appalled. Third viewing? Less so. Question. Fourth viewing? Stopped kind of caring. I mean, I still think it's dumb, but I could totally see like, you know, everybody sitting around in a room and they're like... Well, what if Kylo's about to shoot her and then he doesn't? But then the other two fly in and shoot her. And That's a great moment. She's yeah. blown out into space. That, that, show, that shows, uh, you know, the, the conflict in Kylo Ren. Yeah. But, but let me ask you a question. If Carrie Fisher wasn't dead and you knew that, you didn't know that going in, okay? I think that everybody during this film is waiting for her to, to die. Yeah. Right. And so that's... That's the, exactly that's, what I was That's the say. moment. So it's like, would you... Would that scene... Be as bad if you didn't know that she was dead. Yes. You think so? You, you think you would have still had the same issue yeah, with it? because the issue I had with that scene is that it's just absolutely preposterous. <laughs> but <laughs> I can see how in a creative like environment, you're sitting around, you're talking, and then you get to the point where, all right, well, what if he's fixing to do it? And he doesn't. But then the other guys fly in and do it. Right. Well, then now you have to answer, how does she survive? Well, I, I worked that out. Okay, so here's what, here's what happens. When you go into space, okay, and you're just floating there, your midichlorians move out to the edge of the body, <laughs> and they start to vibrate, okay, which warms the body and, and protects it. So it actually makes a, a shield around. So her, her, her midichlorians kept her warm enough where she did not freeze and she was able to harness well she she just got a slight crust she just didn't implode (laughs) it was just the dead midichlorians right they're exposed the vacuum just didn't right so yeah so the midichlorians moved from the center of the body out to the edge you know because because now because now there's no pressure on them anymore but can't you i mean like can't you see like the guys sitting around in a creative meeting oh my god i don't see how it passed and somebody said, well, what, what if she just uses the Force? Like, we get to finally see Leia use the Force. That's not how the Force works. Uh, she she Force-pulled herself over there, and for some reason, when, she, when she, she puts her hand on the glass, and I guess she makes a Force-force field, which allows the, the well, ship to they not totally, decompress. I, I totally cut, caught that the they second They cut time. around that. <laughs> I, I caught it the first time, and I was like, oh, God. Yeah, oh, she mean, opens the door. And you see, like, like, st- like dude, you know, the air coming in. I'm like, why aren't they just sucked out into space? <laughs> well, I think Star Wars answers that question with... You constantly see like hangar bays that ships fly into that are just left like space is just right there. I think there's every door has some sort of force. Field. The what most the most recent uh, like series of Star Trek, uh, they solve that. 
So the ship gets destroyed, and then a force field goes over it and closes it off. Uh, so you, they show exter- exteriors of the ship, and you're seeing into like de- de- decks that are just completely destroyed, but there's like a force field that's over it. So it kind of like it, it will like huh. decompress and blow shit out of it, and then it'll instantly close itself off. So the ship kind of like you know it, it's deflector shields or whatever constantly close off what's what's in there. So technically, you know, I don't know. I, you, you just have to assume that that's what they're doing in Star Wars too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, right. even the bombers, like the bomber door is open, right? Oh, and they just fly in. Yeah. Well, I mean, not only the yes, the bombs yeah. like why is there gravity in space and the bombs drop? Yes, but I mean, like the girl is down there with. Right. With the bombs, the bomb doors are open. Nobody's freezing. Nobody's getting sucked out. Right. The vacuum of space. It's the kinetic energy of of the gravity within that ship that allows it to go through. (laughs) I don't know. The bombs did have red lights. It could have been magnetic. My wife even answered this better. She said they're still close enough to the planet that the planet's gravity is pulling everything that blows up in its atmosphere into orbit. But, but, oh, but. (laughs) That's not how gravity works. <laughs> <laughs> it's a magnetic no, no, force, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so again. the bombs aren't exactly... She's saying the bombs aren't dropping straight. They're dropping into orbit. They're just close enough to the ship to blow it up. Yeah, um, sure. Okay. Sure. I mean, look, here's the thing. It goes great with the World War II imagery that they have exactly. in the Star Wars. So I, let's just go with it, guys. Who cares? It doesn't have to be logic. The first ones weren't either. You know, Han Solo and... Uh, uh, Princess Leia and Chewbacca, they step out on that asteroid in uh, Empire, and they just have like a little, what is that little gas mask they have over well, their mask? Technically, they're in the belly of a giant worm. With it, But it, that's in outer space on, on an, an asteroid, asteroid, and it has its mouth open because they flew down it. So and, and somehow, uh, and somehow, in uh, what is it? I think it's episode one. They go down under the uh, to the Gungan world, and they've got this little bitty breather. <laughs> You know the, that that's actually from James Bond, though. Yeah, but it's this like the little cartridges are this big. You know, how, how, Thunderball, how are, dude. All right, <laughs> it's a real prop, and that's a movie from the sixties. There you go, James Bond. Just, that, it, it's it's more believable than you know some of the other. I don't know what, but let's not let, I, talking like actual physics and Star Wars movies is whatever. <clears throat> I mean, but yeah, in hindsight, with the Super Leia scene, you could have easily just shown her floating in space. And then had him go, it's Leia! Cut to her in the medical bay. Yeah. Somehow they got her in, don't question it. <laughs> and I wouldn't have been as, what the fuck, <laughs> as I was when she started. I guess she was trying to pull the ship towards her, but... No, she 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 did force like force pull. You know, she like she like yeah, like she's trying to pull it towards her, but yeah, it's yeah. too big, and it just pulled her, like the magnetic force connection pulled okay, her. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She made a force rope. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bad scene, but I don't know. I think it's going to be one of those things that, as time goes on, we're just going to deal with it. It's, just, I mean, it's going to be one of those right? Yeah. I mean, to me, like I was saying at the beginning, to me, it's one of those hindsight. Like I see how it got, how it got there, and how it was not cut out, and it, it doesn't kill the movie for me. But it did kill Ad- Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. <laughs> the dude just died. Yeah, he just got sucked out into space. I I, I didn't even realize it he happened until like five minutes afterwards. As yeah. soon like, as they said minute, they clocked they they tracked us through uh, hyperspace, <laughs> they totally should have cut to him and went. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Very seriously. No, no he, he's like it's a and Leia just puts his hand, puts her hand over his mouth. We know. <laughs> <laughs> you said it enough. Yeah, yeah, we get it. <laughs> 
Uh, or we could have they could have switched it and had him go, they tracked us through hyperspace. And she goes, It's a trap. <laughs> and he goes, Ah and like points at her. <laughs> <laughs> little squid hand he's like <laughs> oh man you guys are gonna have fresh fish sticks man just mm. floating out there some frozen frozen sushi mm. you can talk about all the bad but i mean dude the the space battle in the beginning i mean i i, I like i loved it um just like even I love that shot of poe's ship is that what you're fixing yeah when he does the break yeah that is bad we've never seen that before never again like gravity physics who cares but it's awesome it was cool but but yeah but like we said you know star wars sort of throws all that physics stuff out the window yes as well as it should man come on you know for for just good good family well yeah good i guess i was gonna say family fun but you know they're killing people there's a lot of explosions i guess that's family fun yeah (laughs) it is an america damn it in the traditional sense of let's destroy our children's minds with (laughs) media yeah (laughs) Okay, the I guess the the long chase scene. A lot of some people have had a problem with this. Some how, people really like it. How slow it is, and yeah, yeah, uh, yes, because it's not. I guess it's not a ch- real a chase scene. Yeah, it's more like a, let's wait for the rebels to run out of gas. You know, I was thinking we'll about this, and it reminded me of something Hitchcock said, and I don't remember the exact quote, but he was talking about a bomb, and if you know, if you clue the audience in on what is going on, that but you don't clue your characters in. The audience is rooting for the characters. So should have should we have known they were trying to get to that planet while the First Order doesn't know about it? Would that have made that chase seem less drawn out? We did know they were trying to get to the planet. She says it. No. Well, no, because that's remember, the whole they, problem with Poe, remember? They play that whole... Poe like, doesn't know what they're doing. So the guy that we're mostly rooting for is frustrated that they're not doing... So, as an audience, we are told, we don't know what's going on, she's not trying to save us. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're really trying to lean on making him a loose cannon. When I didn't really feel he was too much of a loose cannon, he's, like, trying to be active and and, and save things. And you're right, right, because he was out of the loop, yeah. So, what I'm asking, I'm, I'm not saying yes or no, I'm asking you guys to think about it and answer. You know, when she announces that Leia's hurt... We're going to try to stay out of their range. Instead of just not saying what the plan is, if they had straight up said an old rebel base on the planet that's that way, if we can get there, we can we can hide from them long enough to get some reinforcements and then come up with something, some reason why they need to break into the to the ship to turn off the thing or something for another reason. Right, because would Bo that have made it seem less drawn out Knowing that they have a goal. Right. Or is it better to not know they have a goal and just constantly try to figure out what they're doing? Well, it would have destroyed the themes of the movie. The whole reason that they well, don't... I, I understand that. Yeah, the whole reason that, like, you know, Poe doesn't get the information is that later in the movie, we because the whole film's really about perspectives and your failures, dealing with your pers- uh, your failures and, like, the perspective of, like... Is this good? Is this bad? What you think is good may be bad. And sometimes it's a good idea to Poe. go. <laughs> well, he asks what's going on. And she shuts him down. He's well, like, he's like, what's, what's the plan? And but that's like, because he was a hothead earlier in the movie. Right. Because they're trying to attract, attack that uh, well, okay, dreadnought so, and their bombers all right, so, are all lost. So, okay, well, we'll play it this way. As an audience member, if she had said, 
here's the plan. There's a there's a rebel base over there. We might can make it. We're going to just go that way until we get there. We're not just floating through space waiting <laughs> for everybody to die. Right. But Poe says, no, we need to, like, he has the idea, we need to take them on and take this ship out. So we, we, we see the dichotomy in the plan. We still see he's being a hothead. But yet, as an audience, we don't, we're not just floating through space waiting to die. There is a plan. Would that have made that scene less? No, I don't think. I mean, you don't think so? No, because I mean, there was a plan there. You know, that, my, my problem with that scene is like the reason she's not telling him things doesn't make any sense. Once it gets to the point where he has a mutiny, he leads a mutiny and he's got a gun at her. Right. She should just be like, look, there's a rebel. But she should just spill the beans right, right. then and there. Because you're causing a mutiny. He's taking over the bridge of the ship. You don't want that to happen, duh. So, so what do you think? Why do not you know I just spill it? But I mean, what you're saying I, is like uh, that, that Hitchcock thing. Any... Like it, it sets up uh, suspense. because yeah. we're expecting something. Um, yeah, but well, yeah, because he's basically using it as a. If the audience doesn't know, then they're constantly going, "Okay, well, what's yeah, happening? you're trying to figure well, it out what's happening." But if the audience knows, and either the good guy or the bad guy doesn't know. They're waiting for the outcome. They're waiting for the outcome. So a lot of people have complained that the space chase through space seems like it it goes on forever for no reason. If you had given them a reason at the beginning, would they feel that way? You destroy the whole theme of the movie. I mean, (laughs) like... like Theme aside. Theme aside. This is just a hypothetical question. I know, but hypothetically, just you saying that, it destroys the movie. Like, no, that's worse. It's way worse because it doesn't fit in thematically. And you're just doing stuff, and it's... So there is no way to fix how drawn out that feels? No, not 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 in that. I don't think there's a way to fix it in terms of, like, them being out of gas. Has fuel been an issue in Star Wars before? Is this the first time we've come across this fuel issue? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I always wondered... I always it, thought they ran on, like, crystals and shit. Yeah, they, they just, you know, they they, <laughs> they, they have infinite de- de- deuterium or whatever. Because even, even in Rogue One, they're they're mining those crystals for ships and Well, weapons. they do always right. say, hey, did you, f- did you fuel the fighters? They always, they do say that. Okay, yeah. But you don't... It's just never been an like, issue. It hasn't. But I guess they've never... Again, uh, the whole reason it's an issue is because they have new technology. Now they can... The track first order them, can track, track them through hyperspace. Yeah, yeah. So which is crazy because to me it's not. I mean, like to me it doesn't seem like a slow, slow paced chase. Like I get what's going on. Like right, yeah. I, I was. I didn't ever feel that. Like I, I didn't. I, I see what people are saying. You know, looking back on it, but at the time I wasn't thinking. No. Oh God, this is dragging on. And the only reason I even thought about it is when when I was talking to my wife about it later. Like her biggest complaint was they're ju- they have no other plan but just drive forward. And then we find out there's this planet. It does kind of suck that Finn and Rose's plan just kind of goes nowhere. Yeah. That, that, that is kind of a waste of screen time. And like, yeah. once you get to the reveal that it's like, oh, it's, it doesn't work. It, that, man, that just kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, man, we've invested so much into this. And but it, it builds their relationship, which they're trying to build upon. <sighs> man, can I, can I just say that's probably my least favorite thing in the movie? I think now I agree. we're going back and rewatch. Rose and Finn. I love Finn, man. And the, and the reason I hate it, I think, so much is that in The Force Awakens, Ben and Ray have such great chemistry together on screen yeah. that I just I love every time they're together on screen. They're not in this movie at all, 
and you replace Ray with Rose? Who? Oh, but you she, do she get cuts that. eyes at her at the end. You do get that great moment at the end when when she realizes that her and Finn can't, and she's looking at him with his new chick. Yep, and you can just see it in her face, like. See, and originally, uh, originally, a- Rose does not deserve Finn. All right, <laughs> Finn and Ray should. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, I mean, uh, she he that, can't. That, she's going to be a Jedi. That's right. Yeah, she is the last Jedi. That's right. And they're and they're, they're look, celibate. dude. We burn that shit. Down. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the books, man. She knows the shit now. <sighs> but apparently, the whole casino scene was supposed to be Poe and Finn originally, and then they went back and rewrote it. Which would I think would have been like and made it Rose and Finn. I, I, I that would have been better. I think that would have played better. But them getting a love relationship would kind of take Star Wars to a, new, a different level. So I didn't think they wanted to lean that way. Dude, you know what? They, they had better <laughs> chemistry. I'd fucking watch it. Although there was, <laughs> I'd take it. I mean, I if will. you go back and look before Force Awakens comes out, there was articles that Poe and Finn were going to be. Dude, together. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, <laughs> just Rose and Finn, just fucking no chemistry, man. The only time you see it is. So when you think Poe and Finn would have been better? Not Poe. Did I say? Did I say Poe and? Finn? No, no, I said, said there was oh, articles. Okay. Oh yeah, I do think that would be better. Yeah, have them just be a gay couple. Yeah, I mean they they always have like. They don't have a lot of scenes together, but every scene they do, I like. Like, yeah. even when uh, Finn comes out with that crazy uh, bag. Uh, and he's like, oh, I can see your junk, bro. <laughs> you know, he, he, there's a lot of sexual tension there. He's, like, leaking everywhere. He's like, man, you so can you, leak on my face. We gotta get you some clothes. You'd like it better if they're like, all right, let's get that bag off of you. <laughs> I, yes, yes, I would. Yes, yeah. I would. Dude, it's just the whole Rose character is weak. The way it just it's, starts in fanboy worship and you're the Finn. Dude, yeah. Her shocking him. The hating him, and then she kisses him, and it's like, how did we get here? There's a whole Titanic. Rose, why did you do that, Rose? Like, why is she named Rose, and we do a Titanic callback? What the fuck is happening? I, I don't. I, I think I, that's why they did it. <laughs> I hate to say, I hate to say, because I hate to critique acting, but I think the writing is fine. I just don't think she's that strong of an actress. Oh no, I think the yeah, I'm, I totally agree with you. The writing is 100 percent fine. I, none of her dialogue is like cringeworthy because of. The way it's written, yeah. It's I mean, said. even the whole, you know, her first seeing him and being kind of, oh, you're a hero, but then at the end, they're kind of equals and she's a hero. Well, no, she kind of becomes the strong one. Like, he, he's, he's going to sacrifice himself to do everything. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, I saved you. This is how we're going to do this. Like, I, I fucking love you, bro. Basically, <laughs> you know, and he's like, uh, he's just totally bewildered. You know, he's like, what the fuck is happening right now? Uh. And he's just, he's kind of going with it. It, it just well, it's also too. It's playing off of he was about to at the beginning. He was leaving them to go save his friend, so he was doing what's best for his friend, not what's best for the group. Right at the end, he's about to do what's best for the group, but she stops him and says, "No, let's save what's best for our friends." It's they're trying to play off of that kind of setup. Right. Um, personally, I don't think the writing is bad. I just don't think she pulls it off well. Like, it almost maybe should have given let her sister that died play it, because that lady pulled off. No, she was great. She yeah. was great. I mean, she's only in, like, what, five minutes? It's a great, it's a great scene, except for the yeah, gravity thing. Yeah, she didn't thing. say anything, but her eyes are... <laughs> Whatever. She's telling the story. Yeah. 
Um, and she can kick so fucking hard. She shakes an entire space station thing. Uh, you know, <laughs> dude, I love that one shot where like she, when she first falls down and it wakes up and you, Oh, and it goes quiet and it's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. You see the great. ship and it just blows up. And you're like, what's going you're on? You're seeing everybody's it, mouths. Like, you know, you're, you're oh, building you the tension see, like oh, under yeah. her. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. it goes like right up to her close up. Of her Ace, eye. Yeah. Oh man. It's so badass. That was really great. That was good. The time I saw it with my wife in the theater, when the little thing that she's trying to catch, the remote falls past her. Oh yeah. Like you literally heard the entire theater go, Oh, but then she catches it and they're like, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> neither time I've seen it with you did the audience react to that. But that time they reacted to it. Yeah, some of the audience, man, like, uh, dude, some of them have just been fucking dead. Dude, I don't laugh t- at the yeah. jokes or anything. My, my second viewing was completely dead silent, and, and my girlfriend was with us. And so when, when Luke throws the lightsaber at the beginning, she goes, what the? And like, it's seriously, everybody's like, it's just dead silent. And I'm like, okay, shh. You know, you're like, you're going to embarrass me here. You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, she, she, she was the loudest person in the whole theater. Apparently, that pissed off a lot of people. Dude, okay, I, oh, that was a lot of expectation and build up, and it's kind of like, man, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I, but, felt like, I felt like Ryan Johnson was like, fuck you fans, fuck you, JJ. Yeah, this is what we've been waiting on. And then <laughs> well, no, what? I see, to here's, me, I, I think what we differently. Do. I, think he, I think he thought and went, okay, what's the one thing that can happen here that no one is expecting? I don't think it was a fuck you. I think it was just trying to surprise you because it plays into what <laughs> no, Luke... He, he strikes it and kills her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it totally plays into what Luke does from that point on. Oh, yeah. It's, it's his, it's no, his, no it's his total MO. one expected know. him to... But, yeah, in a couple of the reviews I watched today, it was Luke would never disrespect... His father's lightsaber. His father's lightsaber like that. It's the easiest, best way for Ryan Johnson to communicate tone to the audience. That really Luke quick. is not interested in the Jedi and stuff. It's actually, right now. it's actually a little bit of fun. It's a, it's a funny beat right yeah, there because, because her reaction is like, "What the fuck, Master Skywalker? <laughs> I'm gonna the, do my the, British now." And the Porgs are down there, like or whatever. They're, they're, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, we have." Did you see on that concept art? Where it showed the lightsaber going through the porgs' eye. <laughs> oh, freaking porgs! They're everywhere. So, what do you guys think about this uh, lean toward veganism? Oh man, is, is that a vegan push? <laughs> Are we trying to push the the vegan agenda with uh, with uh, Chewbacca not eating the? Uh, I still think he ate it. Uh, surely he did, because in the in the previous films he ate a fucking rat. Basically, you know, he's over there like tearing up a. Well, it's already dead. I mean, it would be a shame. I mean, he doesn't. He never throws it down. He looks at the little sad one yeah, and yeah. it flies off, and he just looks down at his meat like. And he cooked it really well. It was like perfect. <sighs> is it? Is that you think that's the same pork that's later in the uh, in the ship with him? <laughs> the Falcon. And let's not forget that like later Luke catches this giant fish. He's about. To oh, it's eat. massive! Yeah. When you're seeing how <laughs> Luke Skywalker has been living on this island, you see the X-Wing, you know, it's under the water, all right? So you think that's how he's going to come back. And then, you know, you start to get, you know, just what, what he does in his day-to-day routine. You know, you I could have done scene. without the green milk. The okay. milk straight from the teeth. Dude, that is the weirdest scene. I, I, I watch that really closely every time because the shot sequence is really bizarre. You, you see the alien's face. You go down to the nipples. <laughs> yeah. Then, then you see the container. You see Luke Skywalker. Then you see Ray, and she's like, "Huh? Well, I wonder what he's doing." Then, then you see the nipple. The milk goes in. Looks at Ray. She's cool with that part. Yeah. yeah. He he takes a drink out of it, and then she does this really weird thing where she like looks up at the alien. The alien looks at her, and then she like kind of looks away, like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to 
stare at you being milked. But the well, alien's like, me. You know, I don't care. Well, the alien it's so even, weird. No, the alien looks at her like, why are you looking? Yeah. It is a, it is a weird scene. It's a very strange scene. Luke, like, lets the milk drip down his chin. He's I think all like, he, he's, he's trying to run her off. So he's trying. He, he's, that's what he's, I thought. He's deliberately being disgusting because he's trying to run her off. I know, but it's just it the the reaction that she gives that alien after it's just and I now don't know. we know where blue milk comes from. I'm just saying that, that that's that's they had they had to. I don't know. That was green milk. Though. Was it green? I would like yeah. to have seen the. Uh, we don't know. I, I sent you that deleted scene and artwork stuff, and they yeah, showed yeah. like the the party campfires of the. Oh keepers. yeah, yeah that yeah. would have been cool to see. Yeah, yeah, it, it could look kind of like the Ewok uh, like uh, celebration at the end of uh, Return yeah. of the Jedi. And Ray's out there training. With yeah. yeah. The little keepers, they look like uh, the the big Muppets from the Dark Crystal. Yeah, you're right. They do. Like the the good ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what they're called, but yeah. Not the Skeksis or whatever. Not the Gelf- Gelflings, but the, it's the... Um, yeah. And whatever. apparently, um, I don't know if you watched are. it, but you, know, you and I were talking about it. It would have been cool to see more of uh, Finn and Rose and, uh, and Del Toro going through the ship. Apparently, there was a lot more of it. Yeah. Like, originally, they were going to get caught on a giant platform but he said now that we've done that too much yeah well I, th- I heard that the original cut of the movie was three around three hours so wonder if they'll release it dude it's disney man you know how they are i mean gone are the days where you know i know he said he's got an hour of leia footage that- star wars honesty you know like george lucas you can say whatever you want about him that guy would just release the most damning documentaries <laughs> where he would just be like yeah i don't i don't fucking know man just do this here just take the head on this one and put it on the body on that one that hey, looks good Let's or, go. or, the, or the editor's like look this is not working <laughs> in episode one where he's like you've, you've got you're shifting tones four times in 90 seconds and then it cuts to the producer filling him full of hot air like no this is fred this is a new wave oh yeah this is we're doing something no one's ever done meant to do that you see the editor in the background just going god damn oh, fucking poor Bird. <laughs> where's your fucking wife <laughs> bring her in let's save this shit but the, dude those those days are gone man you know it's it's Disney now. It's in the mouse house. That shit's locked up. Just like Rogue One. We're never we're never going to know. You say whatever you want about Lucas. That that was always cool. He'd release that and like, yeah, this is the creative process. On Star Wars, I had a real tough time with the actors, and I hated directing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that kind of honesty in the Disney Star And Wars the first movie. cut was terrible. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. right? You don't, yeah. you don't get that kind of honesty. Was that you telling me that like, you watched a documentary that yeah, I watched a documentary on the, on the original cut of Star Wars, and um, apparently uh, the, the first cut was just it just was not working, and they brought in um, Brian De Palma and uh, and Steven Spielberg and um, some other people, and they watched it and gave notes, and then uh, George Lucas's wife actually went back and rearranged yeah. it and actually created scenes from footage that was just like you know reaction shots and stuff, and they moved things around and, like just actually crafted. Things in the movie. If you look up uh, Star Wars. Star Wars saved saved by the edit on YouTube, and it'll blow your mind. You'll never look at that movie the same again. It actually yeah. proves yeah. how much editing and pacing, and even even arranging scenes certain ways, completely can change things. Yeah, I know. I've seen some of the stuff, especially like the the Sand Walker that does a yeah, yeah. three times is just played. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars is uh, that. It's one of the best cut movies ever. You look at Star Wars. You look at Force Awakens. Those are expertly cut movies. They move. Empire Strikes Back, Last Jedi, little little rough. 
in terms of their pacing. They are not nearly as smooth and, and enjoyable to watch over and over again. They're not, not cut quite as well. But I think the stories are better and they're stronger. And yeah, the pacing's not there 100%, but I don't know, man. When you're working with all these big ideas, What's it, it's in both cases, I think that happens. In you know? both cases, you're dealing with a second act. Yeah. I mean, if you take any movie that's a three-act structure and you look at that middle... I don't know, Benson, but th- this one doesn't... Of all the Star Wars movies, this one, I feel like, stands on its own better than any of them. Then this movie ends. It may be the middle chapter, but this movie fucking ends. Like, what are they going to do after... Like, where are they going, guys? <laughs> like... When we got done with The Force Awakens, like, when we were talking that podcast, think of all the questions that we fucking had. Who the fuck's Ray Parents? Who the fuck's Snoke? Who's this? Who's that? What's, what are they going to do with this? What are we talking about at the end of this movie? How are they going to stop Kylo Ren in the... That's the main question? Yeah. I mean, well, we know... But, I mean, yeah. How are they going to do well, it? We know they're going to... We're still asking who Ray's parents are because that's totally... He totally lied. You know, do y'all get that it's, feeling, it's too? misdirection. Like, it's total misdirection. I totally feel like... I feel like it's done in this movie. No, I mean, like, in the next movie, do you think you're going to get a reveal that he lied about that? Her parents being nobody is not only right for this story, but I feel like it's truthful in this film. But it can be left open because of it, Kylo Ren saying it. You know what I mean? Right. That, and he, and he's, he lies about everything. Does he? I don't know. He was more honest uh, than Luke was in the, the beginning. I mean, because he because Kylo he, Ren gave you because his. he was trying to he was trying to uh, persuade her and take her over. I don't think he was trying to per- persuade her and take her over at that point yet. Yeah, he was trying to get her to turn to the dark side. Yeah, no, he, no, he no. Trying. That 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 that's that was like on their on their second connection or their third connection thing, and it even starts off with like, "I don't want to do this right now." Yeah, me neither. But he doesn't want an enemy. If he can turn her to the dark side, that's great for him. I don't think he wants her to the dark side till he touches her. And that dream, uh, that's, I think, I that's think when he, he sees, because he says it in the elevator. He says, like, I saw your future, too. And that's when he realizes that there's a possibility that he could he can turn her and he can fulfill Darth Vader's dream that he never got to do and take out Snoke. You know, whatever. She'll be the apprentice. I, I think he always wanted to turn her to the dark side. What? Really? I never got that once. I mean, like. Even, like, when he comes into the throne room for Snoke, like, when Snoke throws him out, like, setting him up for failure, knowing that this is going to cause him to be torn, he's no longer full of hate. He's now has a little bit of light. I mean, that's the whole reason that, you know, Ray is even attracted to maybe Flip in the first place. And Kylo doesn't know of any of this. He's blindsided by the revelation that Snoke, you know delivers later where he's like oh no i'm the one who set up your connection i don't know i feel like that's the moment where he's like oh i'm gonna have to kill you snoke snoke when, when, right before he dies uh he says uh you know kill your true enemy yeah if, if he wasn't his true enemy all along like if he didn't want to get there then i don't think he would have been able to, to block that if, if that was a kind of spur of the moment thing where like oh i'm about to about to kill your ass and take control because he was already his true enemy all along then but if it was his true enemy all along, wouldn't Snoke know that? If Snoke is always in Kylo Ren's mind... Unless he's arrogant. I don't know. It, that seems like that is a... To me, the way that scene is shot, that seems like everybody is starting to make decisions in that scene, not that it's all premeditated. premeditated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that he premeditated killed Snoke. I'm saying that he oh. was never going to turn to the good side and that if he had oh i i'm not i never said that he never thought of ray as 
I'm he was either he from 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 the beginning. He was either planning to kill Ray or turn Ray. One of the two. Yeah. He never thought of I might join her. I never thought of him like ever wanting to turn her until again they touch hands. When they touch hands, I feel like that's when something happens for both Ray and Kylo Ren. Yes, but I, what I'm saying is there's never a moment in for him that he wasn't trying to manipulate her. Oh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I'm not, no, um, no, I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, no, no. Because, like you said, he was more honest than Luke, but he still didn't tell her the truth. No, he told her the truth. He told her exactly the truth the way he saw it. And it's very, and I like, I like the Rushamon Kurosawa callback, but he saw it the way, like, if you wake up, and he turned around and he saw Luke Skywalker with a lightsaber over his head. And Luke admits that that's what he did. Yeah, but what he saw was Luke like rearing back. But what Luke showed you was he was dropping it. Okay, but if you woke up, right? You're asleep. You wake up and some motherfucker's got a lightsaber over your head. I'm just saying, dude. Like, you're, you're and the sleeping. Per- and, but you're, the you're person's sp- like saying, no, wait. I'm going to stop for a second if I trust this person. But Luke has already told us that he is full of the dark side, so he Snoke doesn't want to see. He, he doesn't want to see what Luke's fixing to say, because Luke tries to stop him and say and explain, like you're full of the dark side, and we need to talk. Yeah, what I'm saying is what he saw is he didn't lie about what he saw and what he experienced. There, there, he he did not lie in that moment, and Luke Skywalker did the first time. That's what I'm saying, and I I think that's, I think he exaggerates some. Exaggerates, but he doesn't lie. Well, it's still and lying. It, and it's still from his point of view. And he he was waking up. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to cut Kylo the benefit of a doubt. And Luke Skywalker, we prove, he admits to lying. So, I'm just going to... Yeah, s- I think the point of the thing is they're both lying and the truth is in the middle. I don't think they're both lying. I think it's just perspective. It's all a matter of perspective. That's right. It's man. all a matter of a point of view. <laughs> Fuck you, Obi-Wan. You lying piece of shit. I don't know. It's it, interesting things to think about. I, but the Ray and the Kylo Ren story, that's my favorite part of the movie, though. Oh, this movie is totally Ray and Kylo's. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's so good. And their fight scene with those Praetorian dude, guards. It was so badass. That's what we were waiting on the whole time. Yeah, right? It's like somebody watched uh, Return of the Jedi and is like, you know what? I'm going to make those awesome guards finally fucking kick some ass. Right. My favorite <laughs> shot, my favorite two shots in the entire movie are the right after he cut Snoke in half. And the lightsaber's flying toward the screen. Her hand comes up and grabs it. And the low shot when Luke's standing in front of the walkers and that sun setting behind and that walker takes a step. Like, how much more epic can you get than that (laughs) shot? You can't. (laughs) Dude, those walkers are just so cool, man. And I love that Luke, like, at the beginning of the movie, he straight up says what he's going to do at the end. What do you want me to do? Get a laser sword and stand down the whole First Order? (laughs) <laughs> yes please that's exactly what, that, that's what we paid our money for well that's what he did <laughs> yes uh i think guys we're gonna need to take a break here uh we're gonna play the trailer for the last jedi and uh when we come back why don't we play the trailer for like ready player one or something else and then never mind Wait. ready player you just want to you just want to watch the ready player one trailer again i'm just trying to break up the formula here guys. <laughs> when i found you I saw raw, untamed power. And beyond that, something truly special.
me has always been there. But now it's awake. And I need help. I've seen this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now. We're back. That was a trailer for The Last Jedi. It's a hell of a trailer. Uh, it is a good trailer, man. Yeah. I, I like the uh, the music in that trailer. They did not use that music in the movie, though. They used it in all the ads and every and for everything. And they used it in that awesome, uh, was it, I think they called the TV spot Awake. It was the TV spot where you see Luke go into the Falcon yeah. for the first time. Oh, okay. And they had that music playing. I really liked it. I thought they didn't use it in the movie, though. I was a little, a little disappointed by that. So what do you think about the little penguin things tearing up the seats in the Falcon? I think that deserves to have them all eaten right there. That's like sacrilege. <laughs> it's like pulling all the stuffing out of the damn chairs. All right, so make sure you send all your pork recipes to Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much on a, a meat-only diet right now. I'll tear up everyone on that island. It's like chicken. Yeah, oh, man, bring them on. Yeah, I heard uh, Oscar Isaac was uh, uh, delivering uh, different uh, pork recipes on set. Really? Yeah, yeah. So he had, he had a bunch of different theories of glazed porg with different vegetables. And I wonder things. why um, Chewie didn't uh, gut the porg. It seemed like it was completely whole. He cooked it guts and all. You know, he just kind of plucked it, chopped the head off, and cooked it. <laughs> it looked a little cartoony. It, it, like a dog wouldn't gut it. I guess that's true. It's kind of like the <laughs> the hidden surprise in the center. You know? <laughs> right. It's the juicy, juicy center. Yeah. Hmm. I'm glad the porgs weren't overused. Yeah. I agree. They, they 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 were done. They were done nicely. Yeah, they, they were they handled well. They seem to take over ships like Tribbles, though. <laughs> you know, like they, 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 they multiply. Maybe may straight up gremlins. I, I'm going to be disappointed if they're not in the in the sequel. You know, just like nesting in the Falcon. Well, they're they're only on that island, but now they're in the in the Falcon. So now they're going to you know spread so around. It's like does it's Chewie like die in the last one? Probably got to kill everybody off. No, you can't kill Chewbacca, man. You gotta keep him around. We can't lose everybody, right? C three PO, R two D two, they get blown up. Okay, I'm 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 okay with C three PO and R two D two kind of going out in the in the next movie. R two is pretty much out now. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of sleeping a lot, you know. There's no real reason to have him in the story, especially now that Luke's gone. 
You know, it's like, why why have him here? Well, he's Ray's robot. Yeah, I get. Well, I guess. They didn't really interact that much, though, in the movie. No. Okay, guys, there is one thing. I've seen the movie four times, and I'm a a little iffy on. And I I don't think we've even talked about it. On the island, when Ray goes to the dark side, or the dark place. The mirror universe? Yes. She goes down to the pit. What exactly? I get it in Empire. I don't get it in this movie. Well, apparently, there was a either deleted or changed scene because the concept art shows her going into the cave and facing down Vader and... And Luke. And Luke. That makes no sense at all. So she sees both light and dark, so she has to make a choice of who to attack. Okay, I guess that would make more sense than what we got because she's down there and you just see like different versions of her that are all in a row it's just that she she went down with specific questions and they didn't get answered so she's like that way doesn't answer what i need so obviously i'm not dark of what we're shown you know like in empire you get the at the at the end of it you get like oh luke's really just battling himself he's got a he's got to face his own demons he's got to overcome his own hurdles right in order to defeat vader you know right this one she goes down there and it's like you know what I mean? Because she, she goes there and you're she putting, finally gets to the mirror and she's like, who are my parents? And she sees herself. You're putting too much weight on where you came from. Pay attention to who you are. Right. How about that cool huh. echo effect? Did you did you stay for after the credits for that scene where it cuts back to her there and she's like got this beat going and she does this like kind of rap thing? The Star Wars rap? No. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Oh, so, so on the fifth viewing, stay after the credits, you get to see. Oh, man. Because you know, it kind of gets this loop thing going when you got like that many people and everything's slightly off. Kind of like a sequencer. Everybody knows it was just Darth Vader's breathing at the end. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't actually stay for the end credits. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, you know, I didn't Darth stay Vader's at the breathing, end. But did you, Benson? No, I didn't. I, there's never like an end credit scene in a Star Wars movie. This isn't a Marvel movie. Yeah, usually you hear like the Vader breathing. I, I just didn't stay for it. But yeah, I don't know if it's there on this one. So what y'all think about Kylo busting up his mask? Is that is that a response to people bitching about the mask? They were just like, eh, let's get rid of it. Was, were people bitching about that fucking mask? People were saying it's like, he, you know, he, he's trying too much to be. Oh, fuck them. That mask was badass, dude. I love that mask. And look, I thought that was like just everybody always like, oh, Disney, they're just trying to make things for fucking toys. and all. Right. Dude, yeah. I thought that was badass. They just took the, like, how many fucking action figures, like, look behind you? How many Kylo Ren action figures do I have with that mask on right behind One, you? Like five, two, six? Two, three, four. Yeah, oh, yeah. You don't actually have to count. But okay, yeah. <laughs> They're actually there. We're not making it up. <laughs> but, I mean, like, they just took that mask, the, the, the Darth Vader look, and destroyed it. Here it is. Just Adam Driver hanging out with long hair and a scar in his face. It worked great in the movie. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was ballsy, but yeah, it was ballsy. Like, there goes all your marketing. There goes your toys. Yeah, and it's playing off the theme of you're only wearing it because you want to be Vader, but just looking like Vader doesn't make you Vader. I love that Snoke calls him out too, man. Oh yeah, take that thing off, you child, or whatever the <laughs> fuck he says to him. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, they do, all the Snoke scenes are great. I just oh, Snoke was so awesome. I, I know everybody wants backstory for him, but I'm almost worried backstory will ruin him. Yeah, me too. I like where he is right here. Because I mean, I'll be honest. Like watching like Return of the Jedi, but then I think back to the prequels. I'm like. Yeah, dude's not as scary as he was. <laughs> Although that was like one of the best things about the prequels, though. 
Yeah. I mean. But it, it still, you know, like, you know, takes away a little bit of that mystique. Yeah. It it does it does neuter him a little bit when you watch the prequels and you get to Jedi and you're like oh oh yeah okay here's here's a wobbly face melty face man here we go <laughs> well yeah because I'm, I'm not really a hundred percent sure how that happened well when you be okay you man. know yeah because when, I mean, when like, you become ultimate evil right your your face gets uh, uh, in is Snoke he got a giant gash in his face you know he gets all deformed yeah okay but it happened he he was okay look so Palpatine's all normal looking and then. He shoots lightning out of his hand. Mace Windu deflects it with a lightsaber, and instead of like it killing him like it would in anybody else, he right. just gets messed up face. It he gets bubble like, face, scars him. I, I I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I think they could have just left that he he's old now, and I would have believed it. It's not like he gets burned or you know what I mean. It's not <laughs> like, even watching it's Return, not like he looks like Freddy Krueger. You know, when I was a kid watching Return of the Jedi, I just always assumed he was really old. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what like, I thought I never too. thought that that was some sort of weird facial structure. Uh, well, the, that's very uh, true. Uh, Lucas had to make it somewhat make sense because of the timeline. You know, it wasn't really that long ago. I see. I wouldn't have questioned it. I mean, you could have just made him an old man. Like to yeah. me, like just when it happened in Episode Three, I was like. I even had to go back and watch Return of the Jedi and go, <laughs> like, what did fuck? I miss something? Like, I don't remember him looking all fish-faced. <laughs> <laughs> or gill-faced, I guess would be the right. Before we get even even to the end, where we, we get to the crate planet, we, we didn't talk about, what did you guys think about the awesome uh, light-speed collision? Oh, that was awesome. Laura Dern sacrificing herself. You know, autopilot does exist, and it has to exist. That that, that, seems that was a little... my wife's biggest complaint coming out of the movie. Like, what she loved the light speed collision into the ships, the visual of all that, but the idea that she has to stay back and fly the ship. Oh, I thought it was because like she, you know, she had to pilot the ship, you know, like a human would, and let them, you know, let them get away. Because if if the ship's just like you know, I don't know, just cruising straight on gas. They knew it was empty though, because he's like, "Oh, the ship's about to jump to light speed." And he's like, "Well, it's empty anyways." But but yeah, but that's after Benicio del Toro already like spoiled their spilled plan. the beans. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, you know, I, I mean, mean I like know. mentally, I'd made up all kinds of reasons that she needed to stay back. Cause I'm like trying to argue. I'm like, you know, you know, she's staying back because in case something happens, yeah. And my wife was like, well, "There's an autopilot, just- and she's just <laughs> sitting there. She's not actually flying the ship. She's just sitting there." It just makes sense to me. I don't know. You always you always see somebody that stays behind. Gives the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. Well, it's just one of those movie things. Like when you're watching a Star Wars movie, you don't question it. Well, it's but it, when my wife questioned it, I was like, yeah, I don't have an answer for this. Again, like I don't I don't have a problem with when we go to like World War II stuff. I don't have a problem with it. Like the sh- the captain must go down with the ship. I'm totally cool with all this stuff. This is nothing new. This is just all Star Wars stuff. I mean, yeah, it's totally just there so that. She can turn the ship towards them and shoot it in the light speed, and we have that awesome scene. It, but that is badass. It's badass. It totally <laughs> took my wife out of the movie. She was just like, why does she need to stay? Why doesn't Leia is all about saving people. Why is Leia not just telling her to put it on autopilot? And then I'm like, well, you, you know, because she needs to be in the ship in case, like, she has to deflect fire or save them. You know, she has to be able to think on her yeah, feet. And exactly. my wife's like... 
can't they robot like it's they're in space they're space traveling i'm sure they can control the ship remote is there not right? an ipad that you can control this thing there's an app for that right I mean, like, there has to be totally star trekking me on this i'm going <laughs> i eventually had to stop and go look you watch way too much star trek this is not star trek look okay this is episode eight they just started tracking people through uh light speed okay all right come on yeah they, it, they it took until that. deep space nine uh you know for star trek to get there so to be able to <laughs> See, we're only on episode eight. Come on, it's not that bad. <laughs> I'm like, Chris, you're 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 arguing about a movie that drops bombs in space, <laughs> people don't implode, like science is out the window. Yeah. Like any any time we go back to World War II stuff, I think that fits in Star Wars. Like I, mean, I ne- personally I, I never don't have even, problems with that. Like I even felt kind of dumb because I didn't question it. Like watching the movie, I never even thought like, well, why does she need to stay behind? Okay, she's staying behind. Okay, I buy it. And I take her to see it, and she's totally hung up on this. And I'm going, oh, man, I feel stupid now. She must have been a really big Jurassic Park fan. <laughs> Everything has to have a logical... Well, I, you know, I do question a couple of things in that... Well, I don't, I don't question them in that scene, but Laura Dern, she sacrifices herself for the greater good. Right. Right. And then, like, right after that, when we get on the planet of Crate, then Ro, uh, Ro, R- Rose uh, stops Finn from doing the same exact thing. That's because she loves him, bro. Nobody I, loved Laura Dern. Yeah. They're like, fuck her. She's a bitch. Only Leia. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I just thought that was, like, a conflicting theme. There. I didn't know. I thought that was kind of bizarre. And Leia like, only so... loved her because of her cool hair. She's like, all right, we, we, we do cool hair. You and I, we're part of the cool hair club. I did, like, Leia's line when Luke shows up and she goes i know i'm wearing my hair different (laughs) (laughs) it looks good that way that was good that dude that was that was a good scene like just seeing those two yeah back on screen together was was good it's kind of heartbreaking in the imax i saw this but in in the in the regular uh dlp uh, uh, it wasn't a i didn't see a tear but like when he kisses her on her forehead and he leans back a little bit of spittle like no, sticks when, on her forehead and leans back. He has a little. I was going to ask y'all about this. Oh. I noticed it the other day when we were watching it on the IMAX, but I'm not a hundred percent sure I saw it. When Luke is talking to Leia, does a single tear roll down his eye when he's talking about I'm going to have to go kill Kylo? Oh man, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I have to go see it. <sighs> now I gotta see it. you got to see it the fifth time. Next yeah. time you watch it, it's it's on a single shot of Luke, the dark half of his face. Watch his eye. Tell me if there's not a... Because I, I could have swore I saw it. But I didn't see it on the regular screen, but on the IMAX screen, I was like, did he just drop a tear? It was crazy but how they, much more... But they won't rewind it for us. Yeah, I know. That's so crazy. <laughs> you can't pause it and like, blicka, blicka, and rewind. Uh, it's Big crazy guy. how much more detail the IMAX screen... Like Isn't I was able it? to see so much more detail than watching yeah, it on really. the on a standard uh, you know projection screen. It, even down to like there's an aerial shot of the... Of a, of the uh, island and and often uh frame right on the bottom there's like a spiral something under the water it, it caught my attention it's kind of the first third of the movie uh and then yeah when you I, like when ray's coming up that hill and you see that big fish in the background yeah oh yeah yeah like i barely even saw that i mean i, know I agree it's yeah there, yeah but just the way the the frame is kind of manipulated you, to the regular you totally screen, weren't catching it's, everything it's around almost it. not up there yeah yeah i do i love that that, 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 that is such Star a great Wars. little detail yeah 
That, that's Star Wars. You just put a fucking ba- alien yeah. in the background. Yeah, don't explain it. It's not whatever. It's just there. Hey, that's just how things are there. Yeah, it's life, bro. Yeah. You know, animals could show up. What are you going to do? You can't swim here. <laughs> <laughs> right, Luke doesn't worry about it. He just hops from cliff to cliff. And do you think Luke eats that whole fish himself, or is he, is he like feeding the island? Oh, I man, come on. He's, he's got, uh, you know. Is he taking care of all, all yeah, the caretakers? He's helping there. the caretakers. Yeah. Out. Yeah. <laughs> They're just waiting for Ray to leave. Like, God, man, get that they destructive bitch out like, of man, here. Man, you uh, blowing holes in the walls and shit. You're like, you know, you're chopping our rocks in half. Oh, dude, that was one of the funniest things when she cuts the top off that rock. and It falls. And like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> the caretaker's just, do, 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 do. We're just about our business, cleaning things up. Yeah, do you know how long it took us to make this cart? Do you see any fucking, like, are there a lot of trees on this island? I mean, come on, man. We had to get this wood and, like, do all this. Come right, speaking on. Of, speaking Give of, uh, great, you're a bitch look. Awesome. <laughs> kind of comical moments. I I thought the scene where Luke's going to, you know, he's going to burn down the Jedi tree thing. And he just oh, he, he just can't do it. And then Yoda's, like, shoots it with some lightning. He's like, blows it. it up. And Luke's like, so it is time. And Yoda's all teasing. It is time. For you, <laughs> Yoda. Wait, Yoda went cr- back to crazy Yoda from like Empire in this movie, and I loved it. Oh, it yeah. was such a pleasant surprise, and like it was not expecting it. It was like, oh, this is so badass. Yeah, and he wasn't like super serious. Like, oh, I got a lot of burdens and I got a lot of weight on me. Oh no, he totally like He's having fun. Yeah, slapped some loot, some truth onto Luke, and had some fun doing it. Yeah, and dude, Mark Hamill's. Best performance is that scene. I just oh, that's where he felt it. most like Luke, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I want to go down to Tashi's and pick up some power converters. <laughs> I, he totally. He's like, but that's the sacred Jedi text. Oh, read them. You have page turners. They are not. <laughs> oh, dude, it was. It's great. It's well, I, uh, I perfect. <laughs> I he, can't he drops he the little secret over. of. As he say, there's nothing you nothing in there. The girl Ray doesn't already have. Oh, that's right, because she takes them. She's already stolen them. You can, yeah. you can burn the tree down all you want. Books aren't in there, buddy. I kind of like how they glaze over that. They they show it for like, you know, just a beat uh, that the books are in the... Yeah. You know, they, they don't really like, you know, it's there, you know. But if you weren't really paying attention, you, you could I wonder it. if some people's complaints is like now you, you kind of get the idea that instead of Luke being the one to start a Jedi training place, it's going to be Rey. Well, he did. We just didn't get to see it. And he failed, so... It's her turn. Yeah, I think well, that's why people are mad. You didn't get to see it, you know. I well, think if we would have made, if they would have made the movie, you know, ten years ago, or, then, yeah, or, then you know, we would have saw him fail would, as a yeah, Jedi yeah. teacher. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's just kind of like you know, a little but you too know, old. If you think about it, it totally would make sense that he would fail as a Jedi teacher. Yoda told us he's way too young to start, way too old to start. Man, and dude, and people got really pissed. Like, oh, Luke wouldn't just go in hiding because he failed. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? That is a Jedi mo, motherfucker. That's what Yoda did. Yoda went up. Oh, did. Yeah, yeah. That, that is the Jedi mo. You make one fucking mistake, and you're like, oh, I gotta go in exile. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna Sucks, go hang guys. out by myself. Yeah, yeah right? that's what we do. Is we go into exile until the new generation shows up and they find us, and then we can drop some wisdom and they do their thing. Yeah, totally. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's right. And the Jedi are reborn, and yeah. then. Then we fuck up again, and you know it, it's a vicious cycle. It's that's the balance. 
When yeah. the Jedi fuck up, they go into hiding and they wait for the new people. I thought that was one of the stupidest criticisms in the movie. I'm like, what the fuck? Come on, guys. That's... People are just trying to find something to bitch about. Oh, that was so stupid. I, I, I mean, I can see the point. About the first movie, then. When you look at Luke's character in the sense that he was always the one to put saving his friends over what he's supposed to do. Like, Yoda's telling him, no, don't go to Cloud City. You ha- you aren't ready to face Vader yet. Luke's got to go save his friends, and it ends bad for him. I can see that point, but you gotta you got to expect that by now Luke has learned some lessons from doing that, and now he sees that, okay, I can't just go run gunning every time Leia gets in some trouble. Because he might lose his other fucking hand. <laughs> That's all right, dude. They got robotic... It's got to be way better by now. Like, you know? I've already like thought so much of myself, and now I caused the end of the rebellion or the re- republic. Uh, Why is his hand all like robot-y And at the end of the flesh fell off. The flesh fell off. They even, if you look close, there's even the scar from Return of the Jedi where okay. he gets shot. Because remember, he get, he get his hand looks all human. It, it does. Yeah, at the end of yeah. at the end of Empire. So yeah, like the coating fell off. He's just got a in the fire. Remind remind me when does that happen? Well, in Return of the Jedi, he gets it shot, and you can see like the inside of it. And that's when he puts the glove he puts the glove on. on yeah. yeah, and then when the temple falls, like you see his hand come out, and it's all robotic out of the like fire and right. Yeah, okay, crazy stuff. Man. He couldn't just go get that, that recoded. I guarantee you that stuff was shot. <laughs> it was he already left. Some of that stuff was shot for. Force Awakens. He looks a little different. I mean, like that, he totally the looks... shot of if you go back and watch the Force Awakens trailer, there's the shot of him reaching and touching uh, R two. Yeah. yeah, I think some of that for, that Jedi Temple stuff was shot. Well, yeah, uh, I think JJ shot some like yeah some of the. Well, you know what? One thing I didn't like they kind of like retconned the whole like Kylo Ren taking over the temple and everything because in Force Awakens. They make this big deal out of, like, Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we haven't heard anything about the Knights of Ren. Yeah, who the fuck are those? That mother- that shit was dropped completely. Yep. Like, somebody thought maybe those were the Red Guards, but... No, they're called, like, the... What are they called? The pre... pre- fuck. Predatory... Premature- I forget what they call it. I said it earlier. I forget what they fucking called. Anyway, yeah. The, the Hillbilly Popsicle Twins or something. <laughs> the, the Red Throne Room guys. Yeah, yeah. The Red Shirts. They pretty much were. <laughs> Dude, that is the coolest fucking scene ever with the fucking, oh, everything's on fire, and oh my gosh. Uh, oh. I love that scene. Even the ending when, beautiful. when she is so, she so thinks he's turned. Oh, yeah, And she's yeah. like, hurry, we have time to save the fleet. He's like, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he just looks at that body, and he turns and looks at her and goes, let it die. Man, I did not know what they were going to do there. I was really? Like, are they gonna are they gonna flip flop him? Are they gonna what are they gonna do? Like what, I see, man. As soon as as soon as he started turning that lightsaber, I was like, oh shit, he's gonna kill Snoke and try to get her to join him, and she is stuck. Yeah, see, I didn't know what they were gonna do, man. I mean, and, yeah. but it may have been a selfish like self because to me, he killed Han Solo. I'm not I'm not forgiving this motherfucker. Oh no, I I if they do some goddamn redemption thing with him in the the next movie, I will be pissed. I will, I'll be pissed. You get a slight redemption with uh, Darth Vader when he takes the mask off and he's like, "Let me look at my, you know, some of my own human eyes." And no, but no. Darth Darth Vader, Darth Vader earned. did not kill Han Solo. Yeah, he earned, <laughs> he, he earned his redemption, man. You know, he he, he threw that he threw the Emperor 
right. right? Down the shaft. There's no emperor to throw down. He, he, he saved his son, Luke. So he, he saved Luke. He didn't kill Luke. Kylo killed Han Solo. I'm not forgiving him. So to me, like, when he started turning the lightsaber, I never even thought he was going to turn to the good side. <laughs> and to me, in my brain, this dude is unredeemable. <laughs> Yeah, and if he gets redeemed, what's he what's he gonna get redeemed from? So so Ray comes in, she's like, Okay, you're gonna be you're gonna come over to the the light side. He comes over to the light side and then what the fucking movie's over? Yeah, I, well, I mean I could see him doing something where they get him to turn on the first order and he gives away some big secret that helps him destroy the new Death Star or something. Well if if, if he's not well, he's the supreme leader. Why? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know just it, be like, it doesn't order. have right. It doesn't have that yeah. same dynamic of Vader turning on the the Emperor. I don't think you can redeem him. I think they just wrote themselves into a. Well, you know, it may, maybe if uh, Carrie Fisher was still alive, you know, she could have a, con- a, con- a confrontation with him, and then there could yeah. be a moment there which we're not going to get. Which that would have been great to have them. See, I almost think that with as dark as far down the dark path as they've pushed him, like. They might have even been planning to have them confront and him kill her. Of course, that's not going to happen, though. Man, but. dude, her absence is really going to be fucking felt, dude, in that next movie. I mean, what the fuck are they... She just happened to die off screen, you know? That's, you can't do that. I mean, because they build up, like, the next movie is going to be hers, man. You know, Harrison had the first one. Hamill had the second. This is this was Fisher's movie. It's going <laughs> to be this third one. And You think they're going to do uh, Digital Carrie Fisher? No, they already said they're not going to. I mean, what the fuck are they going to do then? I, I mean, I don't. Do they have time to? I mean, they're still trying to get this out in what, what uh, 2019? Yeah, it's an early release, release right? Mid, mid. No, I think no, it's, it's December. Is it? I think it's December 19th, 2019. Something 2019, like that. Yeah, December 17th, somewhere along in there. Yeah, two Christmases. <laughs> We're getting the Han Solo movie in May. I can't believe that. That's um, too much fucking Star Wars, dude. I was watching somebody's like they, somebody had ideas on how you could handle the Carrie Fisher problem, and Ryan Johnson said there's an hour worth of footage they didn't use that they could use in it if they need to. Yeah, I, um, I heard that. A couple of people um, kind of just suggested that the kind of the classy thing to do would be just to kill her off in the in the scroll. The rebellions at a weak point after. Leia Organa God, died of natural causes. That's just so weak, though. It's, that is it's not total weak sauce. Fitting her character. I mean, it's like, golly, man. Ugh. I yeah. It's, I, yeah, I don't have a. <laughs> it's gonna be really unsatisfying. The, the only thing I can think is that if you do it and like you're playing off the idea that after Leia died, the rebellion is completely broken, so you can try to have Poe be the one bring it back together. Because it's obvious he's her protege, like yeah. Ray is Luke's protege. So you know, in the third movie, maybe after her death, he has to kind of bring all these factions together. And then Ray and Poe hook up, and what? No, Ray's gonna train the stable boy. Uh, let, 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 let's talk about the little kids from the casino scene and their implications in the. <laughs> greater scheme of the last well, jedi I, I think mostly that is just it, it shows that the resistance will always be there you can't you can't you know you i will you be the kill the last jedi you can't kill the last fucking jedi it's always going to be there well i think it's there to show that what luke did has inspired hope right yeah he became the legend yeah he by becoming the legend that he should have already he's not only was our new hope to stop the empire he became our last hope to reform the 
reform the rebellion. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of, I don't know, it split opinions about this. Some people seem to like it, and then some people seem to just think it's like Disney fluff. I liked it. I think it was very solid. I think it was a great way to end, the, like, a, like a hopeful way to end the film. I agree. I it agree. I've made heard my, a lot. Made my wife cry. <laughs> and what, what what kid hasn't like picked up a stick or something and thought that it was a fucking lightsaber? Oh, dude, yeah. The, the, it's like it's the same thing we talked about when we is, did the Raiders cool. of the Lost Ark. It's like, how many times have you picked up a, a rope and, and, and thought that it was a whip? It's the same thing. How many times yeah. have you like tried to have a sword fight, but it's a fucking... But you're going... <laughs> I mean, like you know, it's a it's a fucking lightsaber. Well, until you're playing off of that, you know, you're playing off of that. Luke sacrificed himself to become a legend to spark hope, right? And then you're seeing that hope play out when the little kids are then Master Jedi Luke Skywalker. Yeah, but like that's funny because after the movie we talked about this and we're like, but like if that kid was able to finish that story. You know, like, what the fuck was he going to say? And then he just stood there. and <laughs> Well, they all shot him. They couldn't kill him. And then he just vanished. And he just we vanished. Don't know where like, he, went. Oh. he disappeared, man. Who knows where he But went. he was able to save everybody. Everybody else was able everybody to get Everybody else out. was able to get away, and nobody knows where Luke's at. He's a legend. They don't know right. he's dead. And nobody, talk, and nobody knows anything well, about him. The yeah. only two people that know he's dead is Ray and Leia, as long as they keep their mouth shut. Right. Yeah, that, that is true. That is true. Nobody sees him. And the twin, the twin um, son callback when he dies. Luke yeah, dies. that was cool. That was good. Um, do you think he he will have he will uh, appear as a blue ghost in the in the last one? Oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. If he doesn't. I we'll we'll all be a little pissed about. They that, already right? confirmed him for the cast like two uh, months ago. Okay, that's great. You notice how the uh, the the Yoda ghost wasn't super blue? It had, it was, they they, they told like they, they reined it in a little bit. They did. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice, man. Yeah. I, I, do y'all think that was I a that puppet? Was, Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. It, it totally felt way better than anything that we've seen since uh, you know since Empire. <laughs> it did. Yeah. It really felt like the first time we got to see Yoda. Since. Yeah, yeah. It definitely felt better than the CGI, and it it felt better than the the puppet they even used in uh, uh, Episode One. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because that that one looked a little. Wonder why Yoda didn't, didn't have his little fun attitude in the prequels. Well, he, you know, well, he, dude. He, I mean, yeah, it's more serious then. You know? Yeah, he was just constantly. He was an exposition hog <laughs> in that film. <laughs> that's all he was doing, man. He's and, like, yes, see, Sith. They own, there's only two Sith, and it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Wait Until he starts before. like bouncing off the walls and shit and flipping and stuff. <laughs> God, I hated that. <laughs> Yoda got a hold of some crack cocaine. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I do say that, you know, if any of the listeners want to uh, send in, if you can come across one of these resistance rings with, the, like, the iris that opens up, I've got to have one. Oh, dude, that'll be a prop. Yeah. I, I, I promise you. You're going to see that on, on Think Geek or, I've you know. i got to have one. Big Bad Toys, I yeah. promise you, yeah. Cracker Jack. Yeah, that ring, for sure. It's badass. I mean, dude, there was a bunch of things. Like, even the little communicator that um, they were using to keep in touch with Ray. The blue light. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know they're gonna start oh, selling totally. that too, man. I mean, um, yeah. You know, speaking of the resistance, like logo, for some reason, like uh, the the tree when it was burning, it kind of it, it kind of looks like the logo. it kind of has the. Yeah, I think they were. I think that was the design. Oh, yeah. did it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the Jedi tree looks the Jedi, like the, yeah, yeah. It, it totally looks like when it's really? burning. It, it looks, looks kind of like, like the, the rebels. Lo- yeah, the oh, rebel logo. Yeah. fuck, bro! I didn't even not notice that. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm just I, I'm staring at Yoda the entire time. <laughs> I'm not, not even lying. Every time I've seen it, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that. All right, cool. 
So like okay, so the fire is a total yeah, it, rebellion it, because logo. you know it goes up and then it kind of goes around the edges and it kind of has that like logo. oh yeah, yeah okay yeah. all right all right now that you're I don't know if that, that I don't know if that's on purpose but I totally saw that in it you know all right okay yeah, I, I totally thought it was it. on purpose I, when I saw the tree I went yeah. oh that's where they got the logo from oh yeah see I haven't seen oh well yeah I've seen anybody say that online I haven't yeah I have not been looking for that. You heard it here on the Movie Crew first <laughs> Movie Crew podcast. That's right. Copyright that shit. Damn. All right. Okay. I think I went through everything. Uh, I can't think of anything else. You, you, did, you didn't talk about the score, bro. Did you know, know another scene I thought was pretty powerful? What's that? Was the scene when Ray and Kylo touch, right? Right. That whole sequence, like they touch. She's telling Kylo. Like, first you think she's telling Luke what happened to her down in the cave. Right. But then you cut to inside that little concrete hut. No, she's fucking telling Kylo. And yeah. then they touch. And the Luke, light changes on him, which is great. I Luke comes in. He yeah. sees it. He's like, no. And the whole fucking hut just blows up because he's gotten back in touch with the force. So you see, like, at that point, you get to see, like, how all right, he is pretty good at it. <laughs> and then she confronts him and it, for, at the front he's like treating her like a little bitch he was yeah but then she grabs a fucking lightsaber he has no defense for that oh, I love how he falls back and he stops himself but from yeah, landing and he oh, just that's hover, so fucking does, does he stop himself or does Ray stop him? no she, he, 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 stops he puts, himself. Hand, he puts, he puts his hands, hands out, out yeah, yeah, yeah he stops himself, himself. yeah but I, he does I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell if that's because he was like just doing that as a reaction no man he, he stops and himself she, and she, I don't, yeah I couldn't tell because, you know, at his age, if he were to fall and hit his head, he'd probably be dead. Yeah, he, he stops himself and then eases himself down. And then she's like, tell me what happened. He tells her, and then she's like, I got to go to him. And he's like, this is not going to go the way you think. Yeah, that, that famous line. You know, uh, you, you know that, is, like, that is probably the most famous line. Did you line. create Kylo Ren? You know, all that, man. Well, here, here's your chance. Take your lightsaber and come join me. And he's like, oh, you still don't get it. Man, even when he shows up with that fucking blue lightsaber at the end, you know, I did not catch that at I all. I didn't catch the blue lightsaber the first time, but the second time I did see the blue lightsaber. I, I dude, I saw it the first time. I mean, we all oh, saw really? it. Yeah, we all saw that it was blue, right? I mean, I it didn't it didn't it, register. It did not dawn on me. At it didn't all. register me until the second viewing that he shows up with the blue lightsaber. That's already that's already destroyed by that point. I th- I saw it like, but it was when they went back to him on the island, you know, and it's like, oh fuck yeah, that's right, he. Because Ray has the blue lightsaber out. At, well, right. It was and, broken you know, at that point. And, and that shows know, that right. he, he is joining the, you know, that kind of goes full circle. Man, I, dude, there was a lot of things. Like, he didn't even, um, there's no footprints. Yeah, I noticed that the first night. Oh, no shit. I didn't see that. I, yeah, did, they even call it out. Didn't see it till the there's third a time. shot of Kylo. And you see his Move foot. his foot. And you can see he the moves salt. the salt. And then they cut to the exact same shot of Luke. And he doesn't move the no salt. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's badass. That makes me want to go watch it again just for that. Yeah, dude, the, like, all that the, stuff. Like, the he, more does, more, he doesn't do anything when, interacting with the environment. Like, first seeing it, I was totally, like, wishing Luke was there and he did the, like, blocking the lasers. Man, the more and more I watch it, like, I get chill bumps watching that scene. Yeah, I agree. Did you know that the, uh, that the Crystal Foxes were uh, actually, like, practical? Like they they they, well, they, they were, were but they were but, they, but then they were augmented and yeah. you know like but they actually designed them yeah dude that's, that's amazing I didn't know that really good it looks really cool yeah. yeah I was watching that video with the puppets yeah 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 I was like oh this is fucking awesome well, they put so the face they, off of them did they shoot the crystal it, fox or did they just design them to scan them and then yeah uh, design them to scan them. well they used them on set for the actors 
you know, to give actors an idea of where to, uh, you know, to look. And I think they actually did, like, you know, shoot some stuff with them moving. But they're all replaced in the movie with CGI. Anytime you see them, you know, and they're moving from head to toe in a shot, that's CGI. Now, the close-ups, I don't know, man. Because hmm. there is that close-up of that one um, when, like, C-3PO's doing that stupid-ass right. line where he's giving the, the odds and... <laughs> oh, Dameron's like, shut the fuck up! Oh yeah, it was a standard. I love C-3-3-O. though. I love how C three P- he has to get it in though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's like, stop. <laughs> to one, to one. I thought that was so funny, man. But I, that was a good joke. Yeah, but the, but the next uh, wipe that worried look off your face. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next Indiana Jones movie is The Legend of the Crystal Fox, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> boom boom. <laughs> You know, that's that's too soon, Jerry. <laughs> that's, too, that's too soon, dude. That's still cutting deep, bro. It's a deep cut. Oh, it is. Um, I guess we should talk music. Yeah. Guys, John Williams. Been doing these. Well, the saga. He did not do uh, Rogue One. Right. Um, but he's been doing all the saga movies. This is this eighth time. What would you guys think of the score? I had no problem with it. It didn't, like, stand out to me or whatever, but there were, there were also, you know the very familiar themes that kind of like tug at your heartstrings at, at, at crucial moments. Yeah, I get is there, I haven't bought the soundtrack. Is there much original in this? There's a little bit. Um, I forget the name of the casino, but the casino has like a nice like cantina theme to it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of good. It's a little bit more upbeat. It leans modern. on the cantina side, yeah. only thing that's good about that whole fucking scene i mean yeah I mean, can, can i just talk about real quick about that scene like you know it opens up it's like i told them they can't park that on the beach right there it's the most terrible fucking like that's that, that, seriously like i'm i, I, I love i like this movie a lot um but that scene that scene okay it doesn't go anywhere right it does not introduces you to the like gray area where these guys are just making money off of both sides right it, you know, they go through all of this, and then at the end, it serves no purpose. <laughs> like we get it, to see some cool I kangaroo think, characters, you know, and you it, get to have the animal love and all that. You I think know. if, like, when they get onto Snoke's Giraffe ship, camels. if <laughs> Del Toro had somehow, like, you know, you think he sold them out, but then he's the one that kind of saves them, then right. maybe it wouldn't have felt so useless. It, it was, but, yeah, like literally, if. Chick wouldn't have cut the ship in half with the light speed ship. They would have died. Oh, totally. So like that whole plan was just fucking shit from the beginning. I, d- I do like that he's like he's like baby hey are you flying that? And you're like oh no droids can't fly that. And then later he shows up and he's fucking like rocking one of the walkers. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe you know maybe if Benicio del Toro was in the walker and he was like okay. So the whole point of this is we get a new guy to join the resistance. I totally thought that they they were going to play the 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 Han, the Han Solo thing where he comes off of he's kind of a, a scoundrel. I'm only in it for the money, and then I, he comes back and saves the day. But no, they did not do that. Like it literally, no, yeah. the, the casino scene is is useless. They could have just had Benicio del Toro be a prisoner on the ship. <laughs> and there's some weird aliens that just take you out of it and, yeah. they're, and they're totally and their mouths aren't matching with the noises that they're doing they're just kind of like it's kind of like you know the old Muppets thing where you just kind of move the mouth and then you add it in later Muppet. yeah oh. 
Oh, oh yeah, it's like, just so it's like ah. yeah, when, when I was in the theater, uh, I, I, sat, I didn't mind that. <laughs> I, I sat down next to this guy and I was telling him about the podcast, like I'm I'll always be selling, and uh, you know, uh, <laughs> coffee really, closes. No um, but, <laughs> but anyways, and always so and uh, but uh, my girlfriend, uh, she's like, I've got to pee. And, you know, I was like, oh, but we're watching Star Wars. You can't get up and go pee. And then this scene's about to pop. I was like, actually, now's the time to go. You're not like, going to miss I was like, if, if, if you got if you got to pee, now's the time to go. And she gets up and goes. And the guy sitting next to me is like, really? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so he gets up and goes. He's like, you know. <laughs> yeah, all the scenes that you can skip, this is the one. I mean, the only thing I can say good about it is after it, the movie picks up a lot. Yeah, it's just it's got it's got weird moments like it, when Rose like lets those giraffe donkeys go. There's a thing where it's like Finn says something along the lines of like, "Yeah, it was it was really cool to do that to all those rich people back there at the casino." And she's like, "No, this is worth it." And she like and she takes unsa- the seat off. She now takes it's the, yeah, she takes the saddle off, off yeah. one of the donkey creatures and, and, and lets it go. And it's just like, what? I did think they looked cool. No, they were cool and they, they were they sweet. They were cool, but I didn't. And then they go What's back the to their clan. What's the that moment? How does that fit into the story? Why are we... She freed the animal, man. Look, it's the, you know, we have the vegan agenda. Now we're freeing the animals. <laughs> I'm just telling you, dude. This is just how things are going. Well, it's now. a politically based yeah. mind control movie. But... Yeah. <laughs> I don't it, know. It, it, sh- yeah. it shows her. She's like, you know, completely chaotic good. I mean, you know, she whatever whatever it takes to to be completely good. You know, she she won't let she won't let Finn leave in the beginning. You know, she's got to you know she's got to save the animals. You know that that that's just her save the whales. You know, save that, the that's, snails. That's, that's, that's 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 building her character. That that entire scene that uh, that's just building their character. I don't think it builds their character though, man. It, it's supposed to build their relationship. It, I'm, t- I'm telling you to. what they're what they're what they're <laughs> aiming at. And that's that's what they're trying to do. To, yeah, it just it kind of to feels. me that 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 whole sequence feels it feels very much like reshot, well, like something didn't work in the original edit, so they reshot this sequence. Or or it was written like like you said, like we we, we know that it was originally supposed to be uh, Finn and Poe, right? And then uh, you know the Disney rewrites coming back in and saying no. We've got to have a love interest that, that, that you know it can't be the you know the way we, we actually want it to go because you know uh, Rand's going to go off. what's her name right right Rose Ro- uh, no the Ray. Uh, Ray. Ray Ray's going to go off and be a Jedi now and you know Jedi's can't have relationships and you know she's going to have to like go save the day so now we need a new love interest here so they're kind of adding this in here kind of it feels it feels thrown together it's like a it's it like feels like it's Empire like, Strikes Back <laughs> you know <laughs> where like Luke Skywalker is supposed to be with uh, Princess Leia and then like all of a sudden. Han or not, and then you know like, uh, jo- uh, George Lucas is like start playing out his like incest fantasies, <laughs> <laughs> which you know honestly I don't mind the romance part that Finn falls for somebody else, but and... he doesn't. He doesn't fucking fall for it. He doesn't I think even he realize does. it until no, the end. He doesn't man. I, I would say he does not. He, 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 he is supposed he's so to, bewildered though. by it. Like I don't, I don't the last feel it, the last shot you member. see is he's not hanging out with Ray. He's by taking that time, care yeah. of. Of Rose, can can we call out what a bunch of bullshit that is when he fucking finally meets Ray and they just fucking have a hug and that's fucking it? And you think they should be like making out and going all Dude, over those fucking, rocks? Dude, it's it's like a fucking three second hug and that's it. But then you get that but it goes straight off. to the shot of him taking care of Rose and she's seeing it. Yeah, and, and, and you, she, you, it's you about feel her it. realizing that she can't. She's never gonna get him. I don't want Finn 
to end up with Rose. Well, sorry. I just don't want that to happen. Rose does not deserve Finn. She but is not I, a good enough woman well, for that man. Unlike Titanic, she's going to be the one to die instead of Jack. Just, I, go, right. I go get back. Off, get, off, get off my I go floaty back to, piece I, of wood. You can't have it. I wouldn't death. mind the, the idea of the romance. I just don't think the actress is pulling it off. I think we need to start a campaign right now. <laughs> <laughs> Like she remove Rose play, from canon. She plays it too. Just I'm so happy I'm in this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. That that's it's a it's a shame to say that, but you're 100 percent right if, with if that assessment. She, she, feels she almost forced. reminds me of um Karen Allen in that Crystal Skull movie. Yeah, you're right. You're where it's totally just like right. fuck. Yes, I'm working. In it. I can't believe I'm on this movie. <laughs> Wait, we're you're falling exactly, down. Actually, you're exactly we're, right. We're her falling down a water slide. Yes. Her her mo feels oh yeah just her whole like motivation and and just the way she play, you're exactly right she's just kind of la di da really yeah she's it, she, everything is kind of happy even when she like he comes up to her and he's like why did you do that why did you risk yourself to save me and she's like hey silly <laughs> don't you get it you know she's like she, she she's, she's the she's still happy right. It just feels forced, and it feels like it wasn't thought out as much as everything else. I, I, I have it, it. She probably was not in the first draft of the script, and it was something added because they, they there was a note somewhere that somebody said we've got to have these beats in here. Which, exactly I go, what it feels like. which I go back to. I don't mind the idea of a Finn with someone else love story that Ray has to realize that she has to let him go. I don't mind that. As long as the chemistry, but the, the, is you're as good right, as Ray the, and Finn. These two actors do not; they're not. It's not Leia and Han Solo. No, chemistry. it's not. They don't have the chemistry like as Ray and Finn do. And they're leaning too but much on the little medallion. You can't have medallion. them get together. I know you can't. So, so you give me somebody that's better than you know. So give me maybe, somebody that rolls better with maybe Finn. maybe you know she'll have some more acting chops. By the time the third movie comes along, it'll be like, all right, right, Rose has come a long way. Maybe she'll be in the ship that but, Leah will be in that gets blown up in the crawl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the crawl happens, and, and you know they they always uh, you know tilt down or tilt up, and as they go down, the ship just fucking explodes. <laughs> And we see that little medallion around her neck, like it goes through, like toward the screen, like a 3D effect, like you know, and it's flipping. Oh, yeah, no, speaking of Leia, that, that was <laughs> one of the videos I was watching. Was another way oh. you could you could handle Leia's character is if you've got footage of her, just not kill her off and just have her and do it. You know, her mission is way away from the main story. Yeah, it depends on what your uh, your footage is, though. I mean, that's. You know, it depends on what you have. Yeah, ILM. It doesn't matter as long as she's in it. You I don't can put her I don't, anywhere. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want. I don't want CGI Carrie Fisher. Look, as C- CGI would technically would it be if you remove her from one shot and put her in another shot? Is that CGI Carrie Fisher or is that you still shot her? Well, you're talking about like like just rotoscoping like the actress, compositing out of her yeah, into another, shot. compositing her into another shot, and you have her, you know, say whatever dialogue she says there. You think you can make that look? I don't think that yep, can make because that because the new that that show uh, that's uh, Mindhunter or whatever on H on uh, on Netflix does that all the time. They take footage they, from other movies. And- uh, no, no, they, they take footage from uh, multiple takes. So they'll shoot a take with one actor, and then and then they'll actually blend takes together from multiple takes in the same shot. What do you mean they blend? So you'll have like uh, the actor on the right side of the screen is a previous take, and the actor on the left side of the screen is another take, but it's the same shot. They're just compositing the shots together without actually having to cut. So you could totally do it. 
No, you you could do that, but you're still shooting. But that's what he's saying. You you have the footage. No, 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 no. but but you're shooting elements though. But they while they're shooting that, they know they're going to do that, right? Right. But 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 what he's saying is that they 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 so, can. But they, the difference they can look here at, is that you're taking footage. It's already shot, right, from other scenes with right. other lighting, and you're cutting her out, rotoscoping her out, and then you're shooting footage, and then you're putting to, her to in match there. the dialogue. We had to write a scene around this dialogue to make this work. I'm just saying, like, I don't. And you got to light it around. What I know. She's I know. I know. Like. is awesome, but that still is going to look like. I mean, it's going to look like shit. It's not going to look real. We can't make that look photo real yet. I don't know, man. We'll I think find we can do out. that. I mean, you can like if you if you pre-plan and you shoot for it, you can. But like, well, I mean, maybe repurposing material. Maybe like that? they'll look at the footage and go, "Okay, this know. is what we have." Maybe so they keep the same location and just replace the build actor. around this, yeah. make it look like this, and light has to look like this. So look, they, they can... shoot to match footage. It's a possibility. If they can reshoot that, that what's that uh, the movie know. that they that, that they replaced? Um, um, what's his name? The the Kevin Spacey movie that they, they replaced him. They shot that you know out you know. If you could do that that quickly and, and, and make it work, then they could oh totally... all the money in the world. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, no, but that but that's different though. You're I'm just saying you throw elements. the money at it and you can make it happen. And then well, they have infinite funds for this. Yeah, no, I I'm, I'm with you. I'm, st- I'm but what I'm saying though is like I don't think it would look. What I'm, they're going to have to get creative to make it work, and I hope that they I, at least... I hope, I hope they get creative with the writing, though. I hope they don't do something fucking terrible where it looks like it's a... You know what I mean? Where I just do. You look at it, and you're like, this is almost disrespectful. Where you get into an area where it's like Bruce Lee in, in Game of Death. Yeah. Where, you know what I mean? Where it gets completely noticeable. Yeah, and it just really takes you out of the movie. Um, and it's just like, this is With as much horrible. scrutiny as on this film, it's going to be way more on the next one. Because of like the way they're gonna have to wrap this up, like I bet you they almost cut her out completely, and, and possibly leave it open for another three fucking movies. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us. Um, I, th- I think I think we should do final thoughts. Yeah, Jared, Jared, what do you think? I really, like I said before, I really think that this uh, this film is a multiple watch. You have to let it go. You, you, all, all of your preconceived notions about what you think uh, should happen. Because everybody has their own opinions. And like I said, you've grown up with these movies. You love these characters. But you, you can have those thoughts. But then, you know, <laughs> I think you need to watch it. And then you have to deal with it. And then rewatch it and see what they did with it. And see kind of where they're trying to go with it. They're, they're trying to expand the universe. They're trying to take it to the, the next generation. And, you know, just <laughs> enjoy the ride, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. They're not raping your childhood. They're, they're doing the best they can. Where, where would you rank it in terms of Star Wars films? Holy shit balls. <laughs> the tough question. That is a tough one, man. Wow. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question, man. I don't know. Where, where do you rank it? It's it, it's my second favorite. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Under, yeah. A, under a New Hope? No, no. Under uh, Empire Strikes Back. I, I'd put it above New Hope. So you go Empire, Last, Last Jedi, Jedi, New Hope. Yeah. Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know what? I'd actually probably go. No, I, I think I do. Empire Strikes Back, Last Jedi, Force Awakens, New Hope. Maybe they're like a three-four combo. Maybe, maybe I can cheat there somehow. Make them on the same plane somehow. Anyway, and then I, then I think I do Return of the Jedi, then Rogue One, then the prequels. Oh, you say uh, so? So I, I like to see that you put Rogue One above the prequels, even before Revenge of the Sith. So like, as much hatred as you have for that movie, yeah, just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, you, know, I, you know, I will yeah. say that, that you know uh, this one is on par with uh, 
with uh, Empire. Like as far as like you know, there's just just the feeling I got because that that that's the that's the first like Star Wars movie. Like oh fuck, this is a fucking movie. You know, we actually we well, are actually like really digging into characters. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just an adventure. You know. Right. Right. I mean, if you look at Star Wars and Force Awakens, they're both a little bit of knowledge of character, but lots of plot. They're, lots they're of setting adventure, the stage. Lots of yeah. You know, and and then we actually dig into the meat in in in, in the second act. Which we didn't get with Attack of the Clones. <laughs> People are saying that Attack of the Clones is, is is technically better because of their fucking ratings on this. I never want to see Attack of the Clones again, ever. And I'm I will gonna, watch this movie. I'm going to trust the critics on this. Yes, the actual um, critics got it right. Everybody else is fucking wrong. I still don't know what Attack of the Clones is about. Like, there's certain things that happen in that movie that I still don't understand. Yeah, nobody. No, I have never met an individual. <laughs> That can explain to me, like, the fucking clone army and how that got created. See, well, that's what happened uh, when you put Sifidius, a lot of lore into you know, a Star Wars movie. Master Sifidius went to the, you know, went to that planet. And, and who is Master Sifidius? Who gives a fuck? It's somebody who made it up. He's like, Sifidius is a cool sounding name. We're going to make Master <laughs> Sifidius do these long neck alien things. Kind of like, 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 like gray aliens, but got long necks. But he know? got killed, but somehow he had access to, like, Republic credits. We're not going to explain that at all. And nobody kind of where Boba Fett comes from, you know, and all this. You know, it's Boba Fett's dad. And we're not going to explain how Boba Fett even got into this picture at all. Like, yeah. he just showed up. and, and, they, and you know, Nobody notices these trillions of credits that are just being <laughs> spent on this army and yoda doesn't question grabbing the army and using it yeah he's, he's like just, hey, wait we got what <laughs> we have a secret army of course we you're gonna use that <laughs> fuck yes where uh, did they come from yoda is an and, opportunist and not, during none of that does anybody go i think palpatine might be behind this <laughs> that's why i will preference right now that my opinion on everything i've just said does not matter because when i walked out of attack of the clones i was like you know what that was a pretty all right Star Wars movie. <laughs> did you really? Fuck yeah, I did. Wow, man, dude, uh, I have not. Yeah. I've not walked out of a single Star Wars movie and and been and been let down. I've always had a good time every every single time. Even Rogue One. Yeah, first time. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, you seemed pretty confused when we left Force Awakens. You were. I had a good time though. No, yet again, that gets back to my main point. Like, like, you gotta go in and you gotta process it because you gotta deal with it. Yeah, you gotta like, go in and you gotta say, "What the fuck did I just see?" I I'm, I'm, I'm gonna nerd rip apart everything and like analyze everything to the nth degree, but you know, I just am remember I having repeating. A good time? I just remember repeating over and over, but it's fun in your car, like the whole time, like no, but it was fun. Yeah, but like, okay, like Benson, when you, when, you, when I get something the first time, you know, it's like I'm just expecting all those sweet notes. <laughs> it's just when I get the bitter ones, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know about this right here. I don't know if I wanted that bitter note right here. I was expecting just sweet here. Just keep telling yourself it's only a movie. <laughs> it's only a movie. I did see somebody where it's like, you know, people are are gaslighting people that don't like uh, the. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know, The Last Jedi. And I was just like, do you, know, do you understand what the word gaslighting means? Do you, un- you understand that? That's, that's from a movie. How are but... they gaslighting? Like, that doesn't even make sense. I know, it doesn't. I mean, because then you'd actually have to be like, you know, tying somebody down and forcing them to watch the movie. And then you'd have to be like, it's good, right? It's, it's awesome. It's the best movie you've ever seen, right? Like I'm, I'm honestly like I would love to. I would honestly love to hear from somebody that hates the movie and has reasons that they hate the movie that do not involve. I wanted or I expected this. 
and doesn't involve Luke dying. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's going to be that person. Like, I, I'd love to hear some some theories on this. I, I looked today and I couldn't find any. What's the uh, one guy was literally pissed that he thought uh, Ray was going to be something called the Prime Jedi that when the ultimate the, like the original ultimate the Jedi. history of the Force goes back to these brother and sister and they find a Force tree and the girl becomes good and the guy becomes bad and that shit's too complicated. I don't fucking no, want it just that. Seems so Wars like just simple. standard and just like you know the way that you. you this guy could fucking think it up, you know? Like, you know, not you. I wasn't pointing at you. I mean, the guy you're talking about. You know? <laughs> what's what, what's the what's the what's the phone number to call in? Oh, fuck, bro. You put me on the spot. I'm sorry. If you have a theory, if you if you could answer Jeremy's question. Yeah, shoot us an email. Like, like, I'm like not, shoot an email or call in and leave a voicemail I'm and literally, let us I'm know. Not, I'm not, like, trying to, like, pick it apart or argue it. Like, if you hate this film. I have literally, I've seen the hate online, right. and there's one person I know that hates it, but when I watch the review, any of the reviews I've watched have, has come back to, I was expecting this, I thought this was going to happen, I wanted them to explain this, right? but they're not critiquing what they got, they're critiquing what they did not get. <laughs> that seems a little odd. No, it's not fair to a movie. It's totally not. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean? That, that'd be the, the equivalent of going to see The Dark Knight and saying, well, I'm pissed the penguin wasn't in it. Yeah, what the fuck? Ain't <laughs> hey, no Catwoman? I, I, I thought we were going totally going to get the penguin, and we didn't get the penguin. Yeah, well, who told you you were getting movie. the penguin? I thought Nobody, this was gonna be but Batman I just assumed. <laughs> Because, I mean, nobody, nobody <laughs> promised that you were going to get this stuff in this movie. Okay, give us a call at 323-539-8661 and let us know why you hate this film. Like, beyond, you know. Yeah, not that you, you thought this was going to happen. You wanted this. You want to know about Snoke. You thought her parents were going to be. <laughs> Luke died, and I don't like it. Other than that, like, I'm not... I'm honestly not trying to pick it apart. I want to hear because I those are the complaints that I keep hearing, and I don't feel that those are fair complaints. Three two three five three nine eight six six one. And you can even call and just call me a dickhead for saying it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, we'd love to hear that too. So, Benson, you, you got you got final thoughts, man? Yeah, man, I thought we've already gone over everything. That is my final thought. I want to know why. I want to know. I want to hear from people. Fair I want to hear. Where, where do you rank this film as far as in your Star Wars uh, rankings? Um, I would, yeah, I'd stick it right under Empire. Um, maybe tied with, yeah, maybe with a second place tie with the original Star Wars. See, I, I think the original Star Wars is always going to be my top on there just because like, you know, that that's where you first learned of it. And, you know, it's where I, you know, the first one you see. Well, see, for, for me, people. like that was the first one I saw. Right. The one that I fell in love with was Empire. I don't remember the first one I saw. It was probably Return of the Jedi. It was actually really? probably the first Star Wars movie I saw. But it's it either Empire and Return. Those are the two I saw. Um, I saw them in order. And, but I didn't see the first Star Wars movie until I was like six or seven. I didn't like the first one the first time I saw it. Really? Oh, really? Like, yeah. like I retro went back to like the, the first one. Because to I me, like the, first one. the time I saw Empire Strikes Back Especially and that universe just opens up. Right. And, you know, the Return of the Jedi gets all, you get your conclusion. The first one just seems so 
I don't know. It just as a kid, like none of the cool stuff was in it. It is simple. It's you know, you know the the sword fight is lame, right. and there's this you know he's becoming a force so Luke can do it, but I don't care. And even when when Darth Vader actually uh, you know quote unquote kills Obi Wan, he actually has to reach a little too far. You ever notice that? He's like, ah, uh, oh, man, that you know, sword it, fight is, is bad. <laughs> there, there's some moments. It's a little. It's a. It's on the hokey side. Yeah, a little bit. But you know, yeah, I just it Empire works, was the it one totally that. Works. Kind of maybe oh crap this is like really interesting like this is getting deep wait we got a real director <laughs> see that's, that's crazy man when I was a kid like yeah it was the exact opposite like the first Star Wars was the one I liked the most and Empire was the one I liked the least really yeah yeah I fell in love with Empire and then it is the more like you know story dark you know yeah like, it wasn't you know, it wasn't as until you get older it's the one you know? it wasn't yeah. until much later i went back and we, you know did the whole watch the trilogy and was like wow this first one's way better than i remember it yeah because in my head it was just this coat like weird cantina scene and like the the climax is in a lightsaber battle it's them flying along a trench and right like to me, it didn't feel the same. But I, I have some problems with the acting in the first Star Wars. Going that kind of kind of ruined that movie a little for me, though. Going back and watching it, like yeah, it, uh, I would put this right under Empire, maybe tied with the New Hope. You know of the Rebellion? I love the deleted scene where he's the talking Rebellion to his friend. The oh, it's so terrible! And they they look up H- and him they and Biggs. This, yeah. Oh my God, it's so terrible! Isn't it just horrible? It's the most. It's it's the worst acting. It's, it's like you know straight up. Student it looks film like acting. Star Wars: The Christmas Special. It does. Like oh, it looks really like bad. that. <laughs> yeah. It, you, if you haven't seen the uh, the Star Wars uh, deleted scenes, smoke a bowl, drink a few glasses of wine, and get ready for it because it's fucking terrible. Like it, it, as much as you love this film, this will kind of put things in perspective, <laughs> right? Because you're like, they had no idea what they were doing. They were holy making this movie. Fuck. You know, and you you actually you know because you 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 hear all these interviews is like with uh, even like Alan Guinness and like it was like you know, like that's his name right? Yeah, Alan yeah. Guinness. He's like uh, he's like you know I'm making a children's movie. You know, well fuck when you see those scenes like yeah you're goddamn right you're making a fucking children's movie. Look at the fucking shit you were shooting. I'm surprised you got the cut you got. It's it's ridiculous some of the shit they shot for this movie. Yeah. It almost makes you think they just like shot a bunch of stuff and like, right. all right, let's figure it out. Right. So just be Call happy. In, I think that's what they did. Call in Steven Spielberg and Brian De Palma right. and let them tell us what to do. So instead of hating this film, just be fucking happy with what you got. <laughs> be happy with this, with as good as it is. Yeah, and then you know there were a lot of you know again like I know I know we've been talking about this being the middle chapter and everything and you know the reviews of. Empire were not exactly. Oh yeah, people hated it. When the it best, came out. yeah, and the audience reaction was a little split. Even and divided. With, even with that like reveal of you know I am your father. Well, and you, all you that. have to think about it. Much what? like we're talking about with the reveal of Ray's parents, people didn't believe it. I don't believe. I, I honestly do not believe that that's that that's factual. I think he's lying. No, he was really Luke's dad. Oh, no, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm not talking about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I talked to a couple of people that you know were, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you watch the you know freaking Empire Strikes Back, you so, could look at it and be like, no, like Darth Vader. So is people people lying. thought he was lying. Well, yeah, you think you about totally it, and think he's lying. Obi Wan told Luke. Your father was, was killed, killed by, Darth by Darth Vader. In a roundabout way, I so, guess. So, you know, as an audience, well, you're yeah, watching this but, movie, and then Darth Vader says, I'm your dad. It's kind right. of retconning what Obi Wan has told you. And, yeah. 
And then you Obi-Wan get the scenes, you know, where else. they're kind of connecting, like, Luke, father. Oh, no, it's Darth Vader. Right. Like, you feel betrayed from this movie, from the movie you really liked. Like, I talked to several people that, you know, they're in their 60s now, but they were kind of younger when these movies were coming out, and they hated Empire. Wow. Like, they felt totally betrayed. And so it that's wasn't what we're going through now. It wasn't until Return of the Jedi came oh, out. Oh, it's totally what we're going through now. Where, you know, all the questions are then answered that they then retro went, oh, Empire's really good. So you hear yeah. that, J.J. Abrams? You got a lot of shit on your shoulders right now. This is a make or break your fucking career, bro. God damn, don't add Ewoks, bro. I mean, this is the moment where you can look up, I mean, the stars and go, Yip-cha! <laughs> damn, it. damn it, that's not what you go. You say I don't have Ewoks. You don't go Yip-cha. Damn it. You go over here going, yum, yum. No, Ooh, no. Fucking You want some food? You want some food? She pulls out a fucking candy bar or whatever. Like, it's food. You eat it. <laughs> Yip-cha! Oh, which one of y'all the ones... Which one of y'all sent me the Empire Strikes Back review from like the New York Times when it came out? Oh, uh, that was me, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They're totally just blasting it. Uh, yeah, they they blasted art. I mean, in very similar ways to how they're talking about the Last Jedi right now. Because yeah, I mean, you critics. think about art coming well, out not of critics, the audience. coming out of Star Wars. You're sure Luke and Leia are going to end up together, right? You're Luke's going to eventually get revenge on Darth Vader for killing his dad, right? Um, you hadn't really gotten into the that much of the mystical force stuff yet, so you're not expecting Yoda at all. And then you get this movie that's about go talk to this little green guy, get in touch with your feelings. You're not going to get revenge. This guy's your dad. He's not getting the girl. Han's going to steal the girl. You're going to cut your fucking hand off. <laughs> then then Han gets captured. Like, yeah, people felt very betrayed by Empire Strikes Back. But, I mean, just like, you know, Last Jedi, it opened that story up to right. so many options. And, I mean, that's I think Last Jedi opened us up to where, like, the next movie could be amazing. We could go anywhere from here. Don't fuck it up, J.J. Oh, man, dude. What the, what the fuck are fans going to do when there's no more fucking TIE Fighters and X-Wings? And, like, the only thing we're going to see are, are the laser swords and the Falcon running around. I mean, that's going to be the and only... Even, well, I mean, if you look at Kylo's lightsaber, even they're evolving. And you, dude, you remember all the baby. you remember all the shit people fucking lost their minds when that fucking lightsaber came out. No. Fucking Kylo Ren's lightsaber came out, and yeah. everybody was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck are they doing? That's so stupid! It's got the fucking, it's got the side. Uh, what the what are those called? Um, handle bar, or whatever. <laughs> oh, they're not called handle bars. <laughs> they're like they're like hand guards or whatever to keep you from hand. You know, I what they're called. I remember reading an article. Like a, it's about like a wraith something or I don't know. I remember reading an article about it, and the reason it looks like, according to this article that uh, came out around the time Force Awakens comes out, is, you know, each Jedi has to make their own lightsaber. Well, he doesn't know how to fully make one, so his is kind of shitty. Those are vents. Pump pump out heat. Hmm. That's why his, like, rattles. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like it's on fire, you know, it's got the... Oh man, it's so bad. And the, there's a wire on the outside of it, you know. Yeah, according edge. to the article, it was the idea was that he wasn't fully trained on how to make one, so his kind of looks like shit. Okay, and speaking of his lightsaber in the throne room scene, I, I watched. He does have it on his belt. It's on he, his belt the entire time. He he loses it on the ground, and before that. And then when they cut back, he's on the he's lying on the ground and it's back on his belt. He's got the he's got it on his belt. It's on his belt when, he, when he's doing the force thing. And with, it's right, right, it, it's his... there. No, but before that, 
Let's take it all the way back. It gets it gets kicked. It gets kicked away from him. He doesn't have it. When does it get kicked away from you? I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again. <laughs> but like I, 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 I watched it, it. I watched it the second time I was watching it, looking for any yeah. Partner, and he's got no, it. No, he yeah he keeps throughout it the, the fight, time. and he's got it on his belt when he's the guy's like choking him. Why doesn't he just like grab his own lightsaber and 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 just fight her right there and so let let her grab that. And then they have a big lightsaber battle right there instead of fighting over the lightsaber. Uh, you know, dude, you gotta do it's come on, man. It's it's symbolic. I think you he know? just I think he wants his grandfather's lightsaber. They're they're they're, they're being split apart, all right? Because it's a better lightsaber. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> he even says in Force Awakens, give me that. That's rightfully mine. Well, it's broken now, so what the fuck are we gonna do? <laughs> I think they'll put it back together. They're going to at least take the crystal out and put it in. Yeah, they made a point to show you the crystal. The crystal was in it, yeah. That's right, dude. Uh, uh, come on, man. Uh, how, many, how, many, how many stars are you giving this, or how many Elkins? Oh, yeah. Okay. We already did that. Yeah, no, no, we, said, we said eight Elkins out of ten last time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold with that, eight Elkins out of ten. Are you staying with it? Yeah. All right, okay. And with that, guys, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. <laughs> if you guys want to get in touch with us, our email address is themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's themoviecrew, and crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E at gmail.com. You guys can get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter at Movie Crew Pod. Uh, and we would surely appreciate a five-star review or you know any review. Five stars are always appreciated on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps people find out about the show. Jared. Where can people follow you, sir? You can find me on the Twitter at Jared B. Calendar, on Instagram at Check the Gate, or on one of my other fine podcasts at ShutUpAndListenPodcast.com. All right. Vincent, where can they follow you, sir? You can find me by calling that 1 800, that 138, whatever number he just gave out. And <laughs> Answer my message. fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time for no Twitter handle. <laughs> And like always, guys, we're going to close out with a little bit of the soundtrack from Mr. John Williams. We're going to be playing track 17, The Spark, and track 18, The Last Jedi. From The Last Jedi soundtrack. Enjoy. We sure can meander about some Star Wars. Star Wars.